Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Who in the NFL postseason is giving you those warm fuzzies? Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. So, this is true story. I'm looking at the NFL schedule this morning, and it occurred to me that the vast majority of the teams... Even if you're the coldest of cold hearts, of dark hearts, you can find a little place in your corazón to appreciate these teams in the postseason. There is something about these teams that will have you holding them to your football bosom starting this weekend. But I'm just wondering who the the team is that everybody's going to have the best ability to get behind. You think that you have the best ability to to bring into your football life, even if it's not necessarily your team, those warm, fuzzy football feelings. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the dazzling and sparkly intracoastal. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And from the Dominican domicile in Orlando, staying with mommy through the month of January, it is the Dominican queen, Jeanette Javier. Jeanette, real quick, I, I was looking at the forecast this morning, and I saw that in West Palm, it's supposed to be 38 degrees for a low on Saturday, which is miserable, and I absolutely hate that. If that's the case, what is Orlando going to be? Like, are we talking like freezing in Orlando? I've hated it. It's actually been very cold recently. I don't know about Saturday, but oh, tonight it's going to be 64. No, that's not bad. So that sucks. No, it's miserable. <laughs> 64. So you're right off. you're right off 64 for a low. Yeah, and then on Saturday the low is going to be 36. Jesus. Miserable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, once you start seeing fours and threes as the first number, I am out. Fives, negligible. Fours and threes, out. Completely out. Um, I, uh, I, I finally decided that I'm fully ready to switch gears to the NFL playoffs. The last couple of days, it's just been me lamenting the state of the Dolphins and me wondering about Tua. And there's still going to be plenty of time for that. But I feel bad saying this. It almost feels like the Dolphins don't matter, right? Like, they they don't matter in the grand scheme of things. There is one single solitary team in this postseason that doesn't have any hope, and it's the Dolphins. Is, is that macabre? Is that dark? Is that depressing? Is that unreasonable, Jeanette? Um, or am I onto something where it just kind of feels like when you're looking down the line, the Dolphins are the only team that really has absolutely no hope whatsoever. I mean, you're being honest, but you're not slightly excited? No, no. 
No. Like, at all, to be in the postseason? I want to make something abundantly clear. If the Dolphins somehow pull off the upset of the Millennium on Sunday, I am going to be insufferable on Monday. I mean, I am just going to be in it. That said, not going to happen. I just, I don't know how a team that lost five of their final six, who has their third-string quarterback, who barely, barely outdueled, if you want to call it that. It was more like uh, outcrawled, outwormed Joe Flacco Sunday and a New York Jets team that didn't score a touchdown in like a calendar month. Skylar Thompson is going to play against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, yeah, what What is there to feel excited about there? Um, if I was a masochist and I like that feeling of getting stabbed in the heart over and over again, then yeah, I'd be excited or having my groin twisted. I'd be excited, but oh, I don't, yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel excitement and I'm not a masochist. So no, there's no butterflies for me. What's the opposite of butterflies in the stomach? Like a, ki- like a leech? Maybe, mm. or a kick to the gut. That's what this is. Yeah. Nobody's looking forward to that. No one says, oh, man, please send your size 10 and a half boot into my abdomen because that's what's going to happen on Sunday. I can raise your spirits a little bit here. So since 2010, double-digit favorites in the NFL playoffs are 11-3 and three against the spread. So. That does nothing for me. <laughs> I could not care less <laughs> nice about that. Nice try, <laughs> That was cute. I mean, that Jeanette, was cute. Isn't it the fact that he would automatically go to the line to Vegas to try and make me feel better about something he knows I don't give two solitary well, dams about? Listen, it was pure sarcasm because the team's going 11-3 and three against the spread or the team's favored. So oh, okay. this Buffalo Bills minus 13, yeah, they're bound to cover that. Uh, I asked yesterday um, because I saw the line once Skylar Thompson was named the starter popped up to 13. Jeanette, it is... The Bills are third in the NFL playoffs. The Buffalo Bills are a 13-point favorite over the Dolphins. Like, think about that. In the playoffs, the NFL playoffs, these are all professionals, all making money to play football. And the Bills are a 13-point favorite over the Dolphins. I mean, that is hopeless territory. That right there would suggest that there is no hope, that there should be no excitement. I, I actually asked... On Twitter yesterday at KLV1063, um, what the line for the Steelers and the Chiefs was last year because I had a feeling it was similar, and I believe that kicked off at 13 and a half. There's no way that this doesn't surpass a 13 and a half point spread by by Sunday. You know who else was a 13 point favorite? Who? The Georgia Bulldogs over the TCU <laughs> Horn Frogs. Jeanette, that's not helping me. I was in stone stop. Yeah, that 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 was uh, <laughs> that was that was 65 to seven. That doesn't help me, and so. We'll we'll have plenty of time to talk about the Dolphins, but why don't we focus on teams that actually have a chance to win a game in the postseason? And I'm curious because so many of these teams, more so than any postseason I can remember in the NFL, have teams that have so many redeemable qualities to them. You've got Seahawks 49ers on Saturday, Geno Smith against Brock Purdy. Who, if you if you told me before the season started, we were going to have a, a an NFL playoff game with a quarterback matchup between Geno Smith and Brock Purdy, I would have said, "Who the hell is Brock Purdy?" <laughs> that would have been my response. And now, like Brock Purdy is everybody's new favorite quarterback, 
He is is this out of nowhere, Mr. Irrelevant, Iowa State has come in and taken the NFL by storm against Geno Smith, who is the lifetime backup who got his chance in Seattle, and he's been able to shut up the doubters, and he's grown into his own starting quarterback in a very conducive situation. Then you have Chargers and Jaguars, Justin Herbert. And and Jeanette, I want to ask you, Mm -hmm. is Justin Herbert your type? Long, flowing um, hair, tall and white. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he can. Yeah, there's a chance, absolutely. There's a chance. I thought Jeanette was going to drop a. Yeah, he can get it. Oh, she yeah, was. I thought that was coming. I, I was going to get it. She was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to go. Yeah, I, he can. I, I just had a feeling you but were I was, ramping up for that. <laughs> I was reminiscing when you were going about Brock Birdie and all these great things that he has. He's still not Jimmy J, so I'm still. I miss Jimmy G a that lot. That is the one area that he falls short. He's just not Jimmy G. Jimmy G with the sculpted jaw and the hair. What's the, the best smile, feature of Jimmy the G? The smile. Yeah, the, the, the dimples, dimples, the smile. Yeah. Can I can I defend Brock real quick? He turned 23 last week, so he's still got some years of... Of, of maturity. Yeah. Phys- physical maturity. Yeah, that jawline needs some time. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It does it not. It does not happen overnight. We know that more than anybody. Um, by the way, just in case you were wondering... You could be 23 Jeff, and have a jawline. No, I've for sure, but sometimes it develops later. Yeah. Because he's still a little pudgy. Um, so once he kind of realizes, wait, I'm a starting quarterback, and he, like Brady, Brady wasn't exactly. always, didn't always have that jawline. He had the chubby cheeks and the, the butt dimple on his chin. And then he finally got ripped up, and he went TB12, and he started kaling it. And sure enough, there came the jawline. So just wait on Purdy. Let's not make any judgments on Purdy. Yet Stone is right. That is that is ultimately not fair. Jimmy G has had more time to mature, okay? And he was in the presence of Tom Brady for a couple of years, so he was able to pick up the the diet and the mannerisms of the jawlined Tom Brady. Anyways, so Justin Herbert, we've established he's Jeanette's type. He's Jeanette's type. He's he's yeah, he gets he gets an honorable mention. He he's can not get exactly it. my he's yeah, he big, can. but and he's tall <laughs> like a basketball player. So automatically, uh, that that uh, is checking a lot of Jeanette boxes. And then there's Trevor Lawrence, who uh, last year had a head coach who was a complete psychopath who was getting junk rubbed uh, at his uh, at his at his bar uh, or at his restaurant in Columbus during a bye week, who was then coming home to kick the Jaguars kicker. Uh, and this year, with a competent head coach who's not a complete psychopath, uh, Trevor Lawrence has started to come into his own. That's a feel good story, and I think you could make the argument the Jaguars are the most surprising team in the NFL this season. And again, there's the Dolphins. Mm-duh. But then you've got the Bills, Damar Hamlin. What more do you have to say? <laughs> like, Damar Hamlin, it kind of feels like the Bills are the people's choice. I would argue the Bills were the people's choice before Damar Hamlin's uh, tragedy took place, right? And you'd be right. Because, Jeanette, who doesn't love the Bills mafia, throw yourself through tables, light tables on fire, and launch yourself face first into them, huddle up in the snow, uh, grilling things on rusted out automobiles? Like, who didn't love the Bills already from a national football standpoint? It sounds like a typical college Friday night Mm -hmm. or Saturday but without the snow here in Florida. I mean, the Bills, the Bills are the most college of pro football teams. 
A thousand that makes percent. it just like their fan base is the most collegiate of of NFL teams. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. there's anybody even close. Like Packers fans will try and make that argument. No, no they won't. They're historic. They want to go back to Bart Starr and talk about Otto Graham and they how it was in the past. How they played in the first Super Bowl game. It's <laughs> they, they still sit in bleachers at Lambeau. Yeah, that's why they wear cheese heads or have cheese heads. Whatever. I don't know. It's so nice that the Packers aren't in the playoffs. That makes me feel so good in retrospect. And then there's the Giants, who (laughs) Daniel Jones has come out of nowhere and has finally learned how to play average quarterback, which is good enough for this (laughs) Giants team. Brian Dable, how do you not love this guy? Smoking cigars, big old fat beer belly, just calling up offensive plays, running a high school offense and making the playoffs, and is a legitimate threat to the Vikings, who Kirk Cousins is wildly annoying, but this team... I mean, Jeanette, may I interest you in game-winning field goals from Greg Joseph all year long, FAU alum. Uh, mm. So I know that's going to get Jeanette going. It gets me going. It makes me tingly. makes me feel good. Go Owls. The Vikings win every game on the final play. Like, What's not to love about that? That's super drama. And then you've got the Ravens and the Bengals. Now, Baltimore, what is the redeeming quality without Lamar Jackson of Baltimore? Because Lamar, there's my redeeming quality. Without him, what are they? Bad? Meh. Let's. Uh, what What is the Ravens like? Feel good storyline. Hey, somebody who knows or has been around the sport, right? You want to lean on that defense that they once had. You want to talk about how good of a human being Harbaugh is, but you're is right. he? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> are there any hardcore John Harbaugh fans? I don't know. I mean, I think so. Yeah, especially he's in the, entertaining to watch on the sideline. In he the, is in he the is. DMV, but yeah, you're right. I, I think he, I, you know what the Ravens they like to go for two in big spots or like to to go for it on fourth down. There we go. There you go. Boy, was that a stretch. And then there's the Bengals. How do you not love Joe Burrow? I mean, mm. Stone. Stone loves himself some Joe Burrow. Jeanette, based on that reaction, loves herself some uh, some Joe Burrow. Who doesn't? Uh, Jamar Chase. And, and and Jeanette, may I interest you in FAU zone Trey Hendrickson, rushing of the passer. Uh, Definitely. That's, right. that's, that, right. that's a for sure. Um, and and the Bengals, who last year were ended up being the Cinderella team of the playoffs, but... They're still as likable, but now they're like high-powered and high-octane. And then, of course, there's the Buccaneers, Jeanette. And Talk to me about them. Is this the Tom Brady farewell tour? 45 years old, a team that struggled all year, but they found a way to get in at 8-9, and nine, found a way to win the NFC South, and you can never count out the Bucs because of Tom Terrific. How about that? Love it. Yeah. Love it. You can do a little better. You can add a little more emotion behind it, but sure. It's a good start. Tom, terrific. Is that a little more emotional? Yes. Okay. Thank you. So I'm just wondering, of these playoffs, who is your darling of the NFL playoffs? Who is the team that captures your heart most? And I think when we ask this too, you could have your team in the playoffs but also feel an affinity. If your team win out, you'd feel good for this other team or this other fan base. I think that's a legitimate emotion you're allowed to have. So say you're uh, a Ravens fan. The Ravens go out, but you're like, man, I'd love to see the Bills make a run because there is the history of failure with them because they've been so close. Or I love Patrick Mahomes. So I want to see the Chiefs uh, get redemption after losing in the AFC title game last year. Or, man, Joe Burrow's swag, I'm Mm. into it. Like, let's go. Or how about Jalen Hurts? I love the fact that he's proven the doubters wrong. That Eagles team, they bring it. 
I love Nick Sirianni talking trash to opposing fans. Just because it's not your team doesn't mean that you can't hold a place in your heart for one of these teams in the postseason. Of the teams in the NFL playoffs, who is the darling? Because for me, like the Dolphins aren't going to do a damn thing. We know that. So I'm having to make alternate viewing plans, okay? I know, and as we've established, the Dolphins are the most hopeless of the teams in this postseason. And I'll say, there is something about the Giants and Brian Dable Ugh. that gets me going. And I don't know if it's because Dable has had to come in, and I would argue, while Mike McDaniel did a great job of incorporating his offense and uh, putting together this high-powered attack with Tua in charge, and you've got Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. the fact remains, Mike McDaniel has Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Brian Dable came in with no receivers, with Daniel Jones, with Saquon Barkley, who's largely been made of porcelain, though he's built like granite for his entire career, and his big old truck-driving, cigar-smoking beer belly, and he's incorporated a high school offense into a team that made the playoffs in what ended up being the most competitive division in the entire NFL. How do you not love that? And how do you not love Brian Dable? Like, I... I think the Giants are the darling of this postseason. I am totally into them. Jeanette, what about you? Who's your darling of the NFL? Which team is the darling of the NFL playoffs to you? If you guys know me for like five seconds, (laughs) uh, you know exactly what I'm going to say. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, specifically Mm -hmm. Tom Brady, because this could be his last playoff appearance. Maybe, hopefully, Super Bowl. But... I do not want, and like, I think everybody deep down inside, even in the little cold heart spaces where little Mm. spider webs exist, everybody, (laughs) yes, everybody does not want to see Tom Brady leave on a terrible note. Everybody wants to see him succeed to some capacity. So Tom Brady, for me, even I'm going to like, I'm going to try and take the bias out for a little bit for like five seconds, but I think everybody wants to see Tom Brady succeed in what could potentially be his last season. I really thought Tom Brady should have stayed retired. I liked how things ended. Not not the loss. I, I don't mean to do that to Jeanette. The loss at home to the there. Rams. But the fact that the Bucks looked dead and Tom Brady single-handedly dragged them off the mat in that game last year in a loss – that's the most respectable way Tom Brady could have gone out because he, in the those fleeting moments in the fourth quarter, looked Herculean again. And it had been a little bit last season. Uh, we hadn't really seen that. It had only been bits and pieces. And that was vintage retro Tom Brady in the fourth quarter against the Rams last year. I would have been okay with that being my final, my final vision of Tom Brady. While walking off the field in defeat, doing what he did against that Rams team, the eventual champions, that's inspiring stuff. And instead, we have a sub-500 team going up against Micah Parsons on Monday night, which (laughs) could certainly provide us an alternate vision of Tom Brady compared to what we saw last year against the Rams. Yeah, time and time again, we watch these older guys tarnish their legacy. By Just just hanging on too much. Brett Favre. 
Udonis Haslam, whatever he's got going on. I understand it's still intact. Mr. Miami. Him. I know. Yo, I do think, not bring my uh, UD into this. That's know, Mr. Miami. He should Get have been my he should have been my fifth. I, I understand. That was a stretch and that is uh, an out of bounds play there. I, I do understand that. But at least go with like Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, Vince Carter, I don't want to say Udonis' name again, but all of these guys have tarnished <laughs> their legacy. And you've correctly stated that the pieces of that Rams game are still imprinted in everyone's brain. Like, mm-hmm. you were like, hey, remember that last game Tom Brady played? Yeah, he scared you guys. Like, there was always that. And it was, like, totally Herculean. So, I agree with you there. Uh, it's just tough to to see the way they're literally limping into this game against the Cowboys team. Now, I think that the majority answer here, Jeanette's probably the Bills, right? Of course. Of course. Now, I think everybody would... Nobody would disagree with that. Yeah. And if you do, then you have some personal issues and go see a therapist. But as we get further and further away from what occurred on that Monday night, and DeMar Hamlin has now not only been released from the hospital in Cincinnati, he's been released from the hospital in Buffalo. His recovery is on, and it makes you feel good. I'm beginning to find the ability to separate DeMar Hamlin and the outpouring of support and love for him and the same Bills fan base that whined and complained about the sun in week three in a loss to the Dolphins. I'm once again able to rediscover, I'm starting to, it's a process, bear with me, but rediscover my pettiness for that fan base. So it's not all that difficult for me to not have them as my go-to darling of the NFL postseason. Does that make me a bad person? No. Yeah, I think it might. Well, you know what? I'm willing to accept that because, again... (laughs) They complained about the sun. I can separate DeMar Hamlin and my feelings about that from calling OSHA because it was too hot out. You know, I I just think it sounds like you've been waiting. It sounds like you've been waiting to to jump back off of that table that Bill's Mafia loves oh so much. But I, I do hear you loud and clear. Like, it has been long enough to where you can pull yourself away from it. They're still extremely annoying. There, I said it. For the first time since tomorrow, <laughs> Hamlin, I've said it. Bills fans, you're incredibly annoying. And just know that if, 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 if the Dolphins somehow come up with the upset of the century on Sunday, I'm coming at you, okay? The... The uh, um, the the time between Demar Hamlin tragedy and now football, I feel like we've gotten to a point where Bills fans, oh man, you know, I am Skylar Thompson and you all over the place. If somehow the Dolphins come out on top, and again, I feel hopelessness, no excitement. But if it does happen, your boy is coming at you. Are the Bills the obvious darling of the NFL playoffs? If not, who is? Who's your darling? Doesn't necessarily have to be your team. I love the Giants. I love the Giants running a damned high school offense all year and putting themselves into the postseason. I think that absolutely rules. But I know some people that love the fact the Vikings, every game they play comes down to the final play. Every single game they play comes down to the final play. To you, who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? Or maybe you're like Jeanette, where you want to see Tom Brady right off into the sunset the right way. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And I know what's going to happen here, Jeanette. We mentioned them, but we didn't talk at length about them. We're going to get angry Eagles fans. 
They are always angry no matter what, though. Yeah. So they can get over themselves. Um, so I was actually, I was, I was, um, I was looking on Twitter today, and ESPN has a feature about backup quarterbacks winning the Super Bowl and um, the the Brock Purdy guide to the Niners winning the Super Bowl. Oh, gosh. And oh, they have no. a graphic. They have a graphic. And the graphic had Jeff Hostetler, Giants. Um, the graphic had, obviously, Purdy, but there was no Nick Foles. Stop. And really? in the replies, Eagles fans were pissed. <laughs> I mean, just... Absolutely furious, which is, I sort of get it because he is the last backup quarterback to have won a Super Bowl and the one that's most uh, prominently in our minds and not Jeff Hostetler back in 1990 freaking one. But still, Eagles fans, don't you have anything more, uh, more prominent to be angry about than that? Like, come on. Come on. He's in the feature. Read the feature. Don't just look at the picture. Does Earl Morrill not come up on that article? Does he meet the criteria? Earl Morrill does, and he was, but he wasn't in the graphic. But I didn't see Dolphins fans. That was also 87 years ago. <laughs> I, think I just looked. I'm sorry. I had to look him up. Who, Earl oh. Morrill? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Earl Morrill. Uh, <laughs> good, Jeanette. Well, good. Now, now you've been Rest educated. Rest in peace. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Good. Shout out Earl. Now it got awkward. <laughs> In 2014, Stone, you're a little late. Man, it got, it got a, hey, Earl, so, so Earl, rest in power. Did we now learn the criteria for who makes the graphic? You just, you still got to be pumping. Still got to be pumping. Still got to. Still got to. Well, Nick Foles is still alive. Last time I checked, he was still in the NFL this year. Yeah, he played really. Oh yeah, it was, awful. Okay, it was pretty bad for it the Indianapolis pretty, Colts. Pretty bad. To you, who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. By the way, Jason messages in. He's a Bills fan. Enough time has definitely passed. I love the pettiness. Bring it on. See, I got the blessing from Bills Mafia. Let's go. The pettiness continues. If a if if one Bills fan says it, then I'm in. Okay. <laughs> he speaks for all He's, of Bills. Yes, Mafia. Jason. All of them. Jason on social media. He is the gatekeeper for all of <laughs> Bills Mafia, and I have received permission. And so it's time for me to be petty once again. It feels right. There has been something missing in my football soul the last couple of weeks, and I think it's been. And again, I don't. I don't regret this. Um, the fact that everybody has been unified around the Bills and DeMar Hamlin has been touching. It really absolutely has. But there's been something missing. And it's been the, the lack of, um, of ability. It was such a violation of the senses to go after Bills fans. But now that I've received permission again, there's a piece of my heart that's been filled in. And it feels right. It's time for the playoffs. Well, until the Dolphins take their... 30-point beating on Sunday. <laughs> Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's start on the phones in Jupiter with Scott. Scott's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Scott? Hey, Ken. Uh, my darling is the Bengals. I think they're being overlooked and under... Um whatever you want to call it, undervalued, underappreciated. I, I think that Cincinnati is going to make a run, my friend. 
I, I think you're right, and I think they're extremely well-equipped, and I also think there's something to their story, and I appreciate you, Scott. The fact that the DeMar Hamlin emergency takes place, and then the NFL just starts making up its own rules, and the Bengals are eliminated from being able to get the one seed in the AFC, but not only that, the Bengals were put into a situation where even as AFC North champions – they, if they lost to the Ravens over the weekend, would have had to have a coin flip to determine who was going to host the wild card game. I just think that since all of what happened on that fateful Monday night took place, things have been a little bit disrespectful towards the Bengals. And I think that plays a little bit into the, you know, kind of want to root for them because they've sort of come out on the wrong end of this entire thing. Yeah, I hear that loud and clear, but I'm not willing to... Get on my knees for this undervalued, underspoken about Cincinnati Bengals team. Spicy. Like we're talking about. No, I was gonna say out of nowhere, Stone was gonna come in, like sounding so sweet. Like yeah, I take that take. You know what? Bleep bleep bleep. He sounds like those. Yeah, he just shows speech from yesterday. Yeah, Stone Stone just busted in with a get on my knees at twelve twenty eight on a Thursday. They're getting spicy here today. It's early. Let's go, Stone. There have been more. There have been more Super Bowl MVP tickets placed on Joe Burrow than there have Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. 92% of the bets. Really? Yes. Higher ticket. Why, highest why is that? Is it just value. because uh value. So or that, a love of Burrow? It, right. Exactly. It's uh, a love I'm of Burrow, gonna, too. So Patrick Mahomes numbers that. Him. I was going to say, Jeanette, Jeanette has a love of Burrow. This is different, though, than uh, Super Bowl MVP betting. Yeah, so, so, so the value's up there. It's at plus 900. So you're like, oh, it's good value. And you think, Joe. So the public thinks that there's also 92% of the bets on the Bengals to cover against them. So like they're not undervalued, like they're being properly valued. This team has 11 or 12 wins well, now. What I think Scott means though is like I think there is an amount of attention that's being paid to the Chiefs and the Bills that maybe not being delivered to the Bengals, a team that was in the Super Bowl a year ago, for various reasons. I'm not saying that it is a complete failure of ESPN and sports media, because obviously you've got Mahomes, you've got the Chiefs, and they're doing ring around the posy um, uh, <laughs> while scoring touchdowns against the Raiders, <laughs> and then you've got DeMar Hamlin with the Bills, but... The, the Bengals have sort of like fallen a little bit into the, the ether of uh, playoff discussion. You think this- well, let's, Go let's ahead, be Jay. honest. Did anybody take the Bengals run last year seriously? All right. No, they did not. Like, was, yeah, it, no. Called, so that's why I'm, you're right. That's why I think that people are kind of expecting the same. Like, if the Mang- Bengals make it, congratulations. But we just didn't expect that. But we're happy for you, but... Where did you come from again? Yeah. Yeah, th- th- maybe there is something to that. And what we forget is the the Bengals literally came one possession from winning the Super Bowl. Like, if if that would have taken place, if the Bengals hang on or if Burrow doesn't get picked off on that final possession, it's a completely different discussion about the Bengals right now, even if they're in the exact same spot. But it does seem like just from an attention perspective, and again, I don't think it's anybody's fault necessarily. It's just how how storylines have developed and occurrences have, have come to be in the last couple of weeks, the Bengals are a little bit just sort of on the side, on the periphery. You, you think their slice of pie hasn't been as big as it should be, right? When you divvy out who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. What kind of pie? Let's go apple pie. So so the, the Chiefs Jeanette, get... should we be going apple pie here? Oh, Isn't that a little lame? All pie is trash. 
Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. You're anti-pie. So we'll go blueberry mm-hmm. pie. Right, so, so, the worst one. Ew. So, so. All right, we'll go peach it cobbler. It stains your clothes, too. Ew, if you just get worse. No, peach cobbler is good with ice cream. Who? Yes, who it is. Who has peach cobbler anymore? A lot well, peach of what not are you? A pie. Peach pie. Like Sally in somewhere deep in the south. With a little apron on. We're Who deep in the South. We are deep in the we, we're, You really couldn't be much more deep. <laughs> you couldn't be deeper. Yeah, you're going to be deeper. We are in deep. <laughs> so the Chiefs got a giant slice of pie, right? The Bills have a giant slice of pie. Uh-huh. The, Trash the Cowboys have like the same. I feel like the, oh, the Cowboys have like half the pie. Exactly. And they're not even, they didn't even deserve it. And they the, like, what they did is they started poking it with their finger and yes. said, oh, fine, just take half the pie, fine. you disgusting Neanderthals. <laughs> exactly. And the Bengals got this little sliver and they're like, here yeah, you go. And they're like, like, wait, wait, we were in this, this, this game last year. Right, right. Like, come on, give us a bigger piece of pie. Uh, Jeanette, how do you feel about cheesecake? Trash. What in the absolute hell, man? So, I mean, what, what we, do you like? Yeah, we've learned over the past few months cookie that cake? Jeanette's food takes are banned. I love cookie cake. Cookie, I love cookie cake. I will make this argument. Cookie cake is way overrated. No, just you're overrated. Just so get, is ice cream. Just I literally it. said no to an ice cream date yesterday. He was like, do you want to go for drinks? I was like, I'm not drinking during the week. He goes, what do you want, ice cream? And I was like, no, ice cream is very overrated. I'm not going to waste my calories on ice cream. What? Uh, what is happening right now? What dessert do you like? I love chocolate and coconut. Oh, coconut sucks. Coconut stinks. I'm going to just flat out That's trash. Fine. Just, just, just give it to me. More for me. Sorry, I have a leap taste. You guys can't get on my level. That's a personal problem. Um, work on it. What is the candy bar with the coconut mounds? Yeah. Oh, I mean, almond joys. I um, love just, almond joys. Just, oh my god, that's my favorite. Just flat out trash bag stuff right there. Who is the darling of the <laughs> NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776 and you can tweet at us at KLV1063. Let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care? Their team is experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery, as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Which team is the darling, the feel-good, the cuddly little teddy bear of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. All right, before 2 o'clock, I've rarely been as excited about what we're going to do, and that's going to be reveal to the world a text exchange that Jeanette had with a young man in Orlando <laughs> Jeanette is in Orlando through January, and Jeanette, it, how would you best? But you've you've just sort of been trying to to find some guys to pass the time. Is that an appropriate way to put it while you're up there? Perfect. Thank okay. you. 
but 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 in the process of that, in the getting to know you process, oh. Jeanette has found some um, some some well people. Interesting. And this characters. one, this one, oh boy, this is we'll we'll do it before two o'clock because, whew, Jeanette, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, I wouldn't go to that spot. <laughs> no, I, I, I no, probably I avoid. Red flag, red flag. Unbelievable. I love it. I love <sighs> it. I love it. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 1063 for ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Jeanette, may I ask you, what's your favorite dinosaur? Brontosaurus. All yeah. day. All day. All day. Be sore. Um, well, I, I guess that could I be I see a little else. foot. Yeah, what's up, little foot? Uh, what is that, Land Before Time? Yes. Yeah. Uh, brontosauruses, big, long necks, eat plants. What's not to love? Big and loud and crashing to the earth. Got to love them. Got to absolutely love them. And perhaps you'll see a model of a brontosaurus at the South Florida Fair because the theme this year is dinosaurs. Because there isn't a single human being on the planet that doesn't love dinosaurs. What a home run the South Florida Fair is hitting. Get your tickets. It starts tomorrow. SouthFloridaFair.com. You want a brontosaurus? Bam. Right there for you. Eating some plants. How about a triceratops? Oh, three horns. Right there for you. Pterodactyl. Flying. Wings. Tyrannosaurus. Short little stubby arms. Big and ferocious teeth. Right there for you. How about a velociraptor? Big old toenail. Right there for you. South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. I've never been more excited for a South Florida Fair, and I love Tilt-A-Whirls and fried food. But the fact there's dinosaurs in the mix this year, how can you miss it? Bring the family. Bring the kids. Hell, just bring yourself. SouthFloridaFair.com. Starts tomorrow. South Florida Fairground. Stone and I will be out there broadcasting live amongst the dinos and the pig races at South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Which team just makes you feel warm and fuzzy? Which team, even if it's not your team, if your squad gets knocked out or your team hasn't made the playoffs, do you say, you know what? Kind of like to follow their journey. I like the story. I like what they're bringing to the table. I like the cut of their jib. Who's the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. The Dolphins are my team, but they have no hope. I say the Giants. I like the Giants. I like Brian Dable and his high school offense. I love Daniel Jones when he lowers his shoulder. I love that Daniel Jones has found a way to play mediocre quarterback, so much so that the Giants have to bring him back next year. I like it. I like the way that they physically run the football. Jeanette Javier, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, she wants to see Tom Brady go out in a blaze of glory. She wants to see him go out um, in a respectable manner. That's her darling, obviously. Stone, who's your darling? We didn't even get yours. Who's yours? Yeah, so for me, it's going to be the Seattle Seahawks, right? And I think first and foremost, it's because what? I'm a big Russell Wilson hater. So oh, okay. the success that Pete Carroll's having. It's going to make Russell Wilson uh, hurt. Yeah, it's going to make him hurt a mm. lot. And it's going to make Pete Carroll come out on the right side of this, which does ultimately make me feel good. And then let's talk about the NFL comeback player of the year. I mean, he can't be denied at this point. He's in the playoffs. You, you said it earlier, if, if you, you thought we were going to get a Brock Purdy, Geno Smith matchup, we all would have laughed. But here we are, and, and part of it and is— And it's actually attractive. It's very attractive. Like, it's going to be awesome. Can you, like, Geno Smith versus Brock Purdy, you can argue in the wild card round, is, is the most fascinating quarterback matchup. There's no doubt about it. And you're talking about Geno Smith, who we all wrote off, right? He's 
deemed a late bloomer, which I don't think is the case, right? He played for the New York Jets. But he's going up against the best defense left in the entire playoff field. Like, if he does this, he's a legend. And for that, I'm getting behind him. Geno Smith is, you just know things are going to get reckless, too. Yes, they are. (laughs) Like, that dude's just going to start winging footballs down the field, and I can't wait for it. It's going to be good. And there are guys on the Seahawks roster that have played in a lot of playoff games, even Super Bowls, so kind of built for this moment. Like, they won't be shy to it. I think they come out aggressive. I'm rooting for them. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. Leo is in Riviera Beach. Hey, Leo. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Ken, you kind of hit the nail on the head with that one. I'm going with the Giants for a couple reasons. First reason is because Eli Manning, in my book, can do no wrong. I want to buy that man two drinks if I ever saw him for winning those two Super Bowls against the <laughs> Patriots. And also, I love Saquon Barkley. I love the Giants' like defense and running game that they play. And I just think Brian Dable, he just looks so adorable. I imagine yeah. him He's like, a like little... you know, from the water boy when they turn the – turn the coach into the baby. Yeah. I think yes. giant, Brian Dable, it looks like an adorable giant baby with his beard and everything like that. So I'm rooting with the Giants. And as for the Dolphins, I, I just hope that Josh Allen makes one of his or makes at least two of his signature mistakes that he, that he tends to make on, in big spots and maybe throw a pick here, maybe one hopper receiver on fourth down kind of thing like he did against the Dolphins the first time they played. And then maybe it w- maybe it'll be thirty to seven at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> but, say at least to, to make those mistakes to keep it within three scores. Absolutely, Leo. Appreciate the call. Um, what if Skylar Thompson throws for like three fifty and four touchdowns? I have no just idea. Just like goes off. I have no idea. <laughs> just goes off. I have no interest in watching that game. It's going to be cringeworthy. Uh, Jeanette, are you going to watch any of that game, or do you feel like there's just no reason to? No reason. Can I ask you, by the way? Dan Orlovsky on SportsCenter is wearing a suit with a hoodie underneath the the suit coat. Is that a good look? And sneakers. Is that a good look? Is that a thing? Is that is that something that that if you're you're in Milan, you're walking down the street, people are like, hmm. I don't know. I was gonna say something in Italian and I realized I don't know anything in Italian. Oh gosh, Ken. Um... What would they say? Delicioso. Wee mm, wee. Oui, oui. No, that's French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> that is French. Uh, you can say uh, bon appetit. Okay, bon appetit. But but do do is that a good look? Like, do you think I could start wearing a suit with a hoodie underneath? Because if that's the case, then I will start wearing suits and no longer wear joggers and V-neck T-shirts every day. Um, I've known you for how long, Ken? Uh, well over a decade. How many times have I seen you in a suit? I don't think maybe ever. And I've traveled (laughs) with you to football games. Yeah, that's true. With FAU? But is I don't think, like, no. You're definitely more of a hoodie type. Now, I'm trying to, I don't know how, where these channels work or how they work on this TV. And I can't talk into this remote to tell me to go to ESPN. Uh But um, I'm trying to do some research. What we're going to do, Jeanette, I'll have Stone when, when, the next time Orlovsky is on SportsCenter, I'll have him take a picture of of Dan Orlovsky's outfit because it is a, a, what, tan colored suit or a a cream colored suit? Uh, Yeah, yeah, you can call it tan. It's a cream, yeah, cream tan colored suit and he's wearing white sneakers and he's got a blue hoodie on underneath it. It's very. The the color scheme sounds good. Yeah, I think the colors work. 
And he is a very attractive human, so probably everything works in his favor. And can I don't so know? We'll see. I don't know why you haven't seen it yet. Like it's hot. Does he do it a lot? It, he does it every single week. Really? It is, it's his look. And Evan Cohen came down here sporting it, taking a page out of the Young Guns Wait, book. Wait, Evan did that? Yeah, with us in our meeting and wherever we were. Oh, I didn't he even pay attention. He had the sport coat right on top underneath? of the hoodie. It's totally yeah. a thing that we're seeing more and more and more of. Deion Sanders, 100%. anytime Deion Sanders is on somebody's show, he's rocking it. Oh. Well, Deion Sanders just looks cool no matter what. I was I've, never say, that, I was, <laughs> I've never seen that yeah. man not look cool. Deion could could rub garbage on his face, and I'd be like, damn, that's a good look, Prime. How'd you do that? What up, Prime? <laughs> Ken, you would look fresh to death in a sport coat on top of a hoodie. You would look great. I tell you what, man, I'm kind of in because it also... I, 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 mm, Mm, go ahead, Ken. Uh, go no, ahead. no, now, now, Jeanette's going to try and discount me already with this. But what I'm going to say is that I, um, I hate wearing suits because I don't like dress shirts. I think they're just kind of scratchy, and I don't like buttons and the whole thing. But I might be more willing to go suit. Um, and apparently, here at ESPN West Palm, we're like cracking down on dress code. I don't know what the hell is <laughs> going that. on here. What are you guys wearing? I don't know. What like, are you guys doing? Like, oh, we got an email today. When you're out on remote broadcast, you need to represent the ESPN West Palm in a respectable manner. Polos, ESPN West Palm gear, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know what's happening now, but I feel like at ESPN West Palm, I've earned the right to express myself. You know how I express myself and represent myself with joggers? And V-neck T-shirts. You wear FAU gear. I think the email was for you because <laughs> time and time again you've worn a V-neck to a remote broadcast. What's wrong with the V-neck, Jeanette? What's wrong with the V-neck? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What's wrong with the V-neck stone? Nothing. I, I, you know, I'm wondering, Jeanette, and you can help me with this. The equivalent of a V-neck to a female. A V-neck. I was gonna say, what are you, what are you talking <laughs> well, about? Well, then if that's the we case, we wear V-necks. A little, a little cleave. Then that, uh, that's, the, that's the point. Like Just a little cleave. What's you, wrong with that? You're showing. Do you want a bra, Ken? Do you want to make it a little? I'm sure, oh. Push it up a little bit. All right. A little, all right. Not a, a problem. Give a little peck bring, push. A little bombshell. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll mail you a couple. Not all a right. problem. All right. But uh, yeah, it's just a little like showing. I don't know if that's ever said about a man. Like, oh, he's showing a little too much today. No, but no, no, no. You know, here's what it is. Your skin's out there. It's not the V-neck. I've said that about a man, so. Um, <laughs> it's not the V-neck that's the issue. It's that at ESPN West Palm, I think what's happened is they've become shortest. Shortest, as wow. in S-H-O-R-T-I-S-T. There's racist and they're shortest. You know what they don't respect? Five-inch inseams. You know what they're scared of right here? The, the management at ESPN West Palm? The fact that you and I have taken it upon ourselves to let the, 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 muscle, bags, the muscle bags fly. Yeah, I think you're right on, actually, because nobody else is rocking the five-inch inseams. And, and, and I'll put it this oh, okay. way, too. Who else? Can I rock the five-inch inseams? Hey, absolutely. But who else in South Florida radio, which other male in all of South Florida radio, you name them, whether it's Miami, whether it's West Palm, can pull off, is in, is in has enough confidence, is in the shape to pull off the five-and-a-half-inch inseams, other myself, Stone, and Theo, and I would say nobody. I would say nobody. And then we roll out with our girl, Jeanette, and she's wearing what she wears. I tell you what, man. Like that's the fear of ESPN West Palm is that someone's going to see that and be like, "We got to bring them to a new market." <laughs> those people, those people have confidence. They're afraid we're going to get poached because we go out there and we're letting those muscle bags fly. Yeah, I think so. 
right? I, I think that's one of the but fears. Gee, but but high season, baby. But we literally had the longest email I've ever received from anybody at ESPN West Palm today about dress code. So don't worry. Tomorrow I'll wear a suit to the South Florida Fair. I was going to say, what are we going to do about the fair tomorrow? Uh, apparently we have to wear a suit. We're going to wear a suit. We'll wear a three-piece suit. I'll have a monocle and everything. I mean, Jesus, God, man. Wow. Acting like we're going to prom. It's the South Florida Fair. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Yeah, Stone just sent me the, uh, the tweet from College Game Day of Dion from the National Championship game, and he's also sporting the hoodie with the suit coat over it. I had no mm-hmm. idea. I guess I just haven't been paying attention. I legitimately love the look. I absolutely love the look. I mean, I'm actually... I think you would look great in it. I'm not going to lie. No I, bias. I think I'm going to... I got to get some of my suits uh, altered. For sure. Can't, can't be going too baggy, too big. No. no. Not like Chris no, Weber. No, 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 no. No. Chris Weber, 93 draft. Not that. Yeah. But... I really do like the uh, the look. You are going to like the, the the experience when you're not having to sit in traffic, when you're not having to sit in gridlock, when you're on a big yellow train and you're enjoying all the things that life has to offer. That's, well, drinks and snacks with a bright line. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stress-free way to travel through South Florida. Bright line stations in West Palm and Fort Lauderdale and Miami, but you knew that. You knew that. Now, the new station is open in Boca Raton. That's right. Boca has its station now, making getting through South Florida even easier. And yes, there's the Aventura station as well. Brightline, gobrightline.com, the free Brightline app. Go down to the heat game, buzzer beater train. By the way, it is now the arena. That's legitimately right now the name of where the heat play. The arena. Brightline drops you off two and a half blocks away. Miami Central Station, you walk to the arena. You watch the Heat beat up on their opponent. What up, Jimmy? What up, Tyler? What up, Bam? Starting to ball above 500. Big Victor one tonight. Oladipo. If you're going tonight, take that buzzer beater train with Brightline. Again, stations, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Boca Raton, Aventura. Big yellow train, big, fast, stress-free, kick your feet up. And don't have a care in the world. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. So how about that? A, uh, a a judge has finally ended the legal proceedings and FTX Arena is no longer. The disgraced crypto company has been removed <laughs> as the title sponsor of uh, the Heat Arena. It is now, and this is not a joke. This is not a joke. Until a new title sponsor is found, it is now the arena. The Heat play at the arena. That is the official name of what was formerly the American Airlines Arena. I'm curious. I, I still sometimes call it the AAA. I had a tough time adapting to FTX. I still call it the AAA at times. The arena, they couldn't have come up with something temporary that had a better ring to it than that. Like, that's not... What about the Bayfront Barn? Ew. How good is that? What do you mean, ew? I think that's that rules. Terrible. That rules ass. Old what are you McDonald talking about? Old McDonald had a barn. No, the barn, like the Chicago Stadium used to be the, the barn. 
Or the Madhouse on Madison. What about the Madhouse in Miami? Ooh, no, it needs to be something original. Stone, don't give it me that look. It needs to be something. Why? Why? It needs you... to be something with hot, like fire, like. Well, yeah, what comes to my head? I'm thinking the Miami sauna. That's stupid. I'm thinking the sauna. I thought that, I thought of the inferno. <laughs> oh God, I, I, Jeanette, they, what we just said were awful, but I do think they're better than I mean, Bayfront it's just Barn. Terrible. At least my stuff had alliteration. <laughs> the Bayfront Barn. You know the location. Um, uh, the 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 Madhouse in Miami or the Miami Madhouse. That rules. I don't care what you guys say. Jeanette's striking it down. Stone's giving me looks. Bleep off. I think that Miami Madhouse rules. Come on, you guys don't like, have anything better. Come on down here. Here come the Milwaukee Bucks to the Bayfront Barn tonight. That's wait, awesome. Make sure we. <laughs> How is that not awesome? No, come, Inferno is so much better. Here come the Milwaukee Bucks to the Inferno. Come, like that's great. Come pack the barn tonight. Yes, that's like bring some donkeys say. with you. Come pack the barn. I can tell you guys grew up in Florida and don't have any idea what a good arena nickname is. So, I, so. Why would we try and use the barn when it has nothing to do with Florida? No, but, but the inferno. There, there could be a fire anywhere. The inferno doesn't work. You know the the FAU the owls have the burrow, which I think is the. Well, most. now it's the Ellie, the Eleanor R. Baldwin. Yeah. Arena. it's the Ellie. Get it right. Oh, sorry. Well, then Yahoo Sports Oops. needs to update that. Yeah, Yahoo Sports doesn't know bleep. I, I always wonder, like, why it still says the burrow. I think the burrow is badass. So, like, where do Agreed. where does the heat get put off into? Like, do you want to go the volcano route? Do you want to go the cave? Come defend the or, cave. <laughs> like, the, cave. we we want to be really dark. It could be hell, fire. Oh. Oh, mm. that's not bad. Um, hold on. The Hades Hut? I was going to go with Hades. The Hades Hut, the baby. Hades. The Hades Hut? The Hades okay, Hut. Hut. Hut is the terrible. Hades. I, mean, yeah. like a I was going to say, Hades sounds badass, and then you add a hut to it, and it sounds not so badass. Come defend it's, the hut. <laughs> that's terrible. Like, um, Hades Hut, here's Hades drinking some little hot tea with a little umbrella. How like, about no, the halls of Hades? Hmm. Hmm. It's a little severe. <laughs> a little, a little I severe. love it though. That's the what you halls want. of Hades. The Bucks coming into the halls of Hades. And when they locked Trey Young up again, it's like he was locked, he in, was the locked hall. in the halls of Hades. Mm, That's right. Okay, see now we're cooking. All right, now like literally, <laughs> like, literally. Um, all right, we might be onto something. I like halls of Hades. What should the name of the Heat Arena be? It's the arena right now. Certainly we can do better. Jeanette and Stone very disrespectfully uh, shot down uh, the Bayfront Barn, which I thought was a home run, okay? Um, uh, the Miami Madhouse, Jeanette, uh, once again, just crapped all over that. Um, the Hades Hut, right track, not quite there. Halls of Hades, now we're starting to get, we're getting warmer. Yeah, we say. are. <laughs> we're getting warmer. We're getting warmer. What should the name of the heat arena be? Because right now it's the arena. Is it? Is it E. Reed's heat house? Heat house? Are we going heat house? That could work, right? <sighs> no. The heat house. Why are you disrespecting E. Reed? The he heat came house. up with that. The heat house. He says it every broadcast. Okay. I mean, in that sense, it's cool. It's pretty biased, though, if that's what he calls it and he wants it to be named that. He reads a friend of show. I feel like, no, that should be something Miami Heat fan insider. Like, don't let all the other NBA team fans try to say that. You say that because you're a Miami Heat It's just like a Heat fan nickname for the arena. Exactly. But Halls of Hades, that's something coast to coast we need to have Mm -hmm. start to be adopted. What if that was the official name of the arena until it was like, um, <laughs> J.P. Morgan Center. <laughs> it goes from Chase Bank. Yeah, yeah. 
Chase Bank Arena, formerly Holes of Hades. <laughs> that's actually that's, that's not bad. I think we're on. What should what should the actual temporary name of the Heat Arena be? Because the arena is super boring. Should it be the Halls of Hades? What else should it be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. Here's a message from Ken Levicka. Who in the NFL postseason is giving you those warm fuzzies? Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. So... This is true story. I'm looking at the NFL schedule this morning, and it occurred to me that the vast majority of the teams, even if you're the coldest of cold hearts, of dark hearts, you can find a little place in your corazón to appreciate these teams in the postseason. There is something about these teams that will have you holding them to your football bosom starting this weekend. But I'm just wondering who the, the, the team is that everybody's going to have the best ability to get behind. You think that you have the best ability to, to bring into your football life, even if it's not necessarily your team, those warm, fuzzy football feelings. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the dazzling and sparkly intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And from... The Dominican domicile in Orlando, staying with mommy through the month of January. It is the Dominican queen, Jeanette Javier. Jeanette, real quick, I, I was looking at the forecast this morning, and I saw that in West Palm, it's supposed to be 38 degrees for a low on Saturday, which is miserable, and I absolutely hate that. If that's the case, what is Orlando going to be? like? Are we talking like freezing in Orlando? Uh, I've hated it. It's actually been very cold recently. I don't know about Saturday, but oh, tonight it's going to be 64. No, that's not bad. So that sucks. No, it's miserable. <laughs> 64. So you're writing off you're writing off 64 for a low. Yeah, and then on Saturday the low is going to be 36. Jeez. Miserable. Yes. Yeah. Uh once you start seeing fours and threes as the first number, I am out. Fives negligible. Fours and threes out. Completely out. Um, I, uh, I I finally decided that I'm fully ready to switch gears to the NFL playoffs. The last couple of days, it's just been me lamenting the state of the Dolphins and me wondering about Tua. And there's still going to be plenty of time for that. But I feel bad saying this. It almost feels like the Dolphins don't matter. Right? Like, they... They don't matter in the grand scheme of things. There is one single solitary team in this postseason that doesn't have any hope 
and it's the Dolphins. Is is that macabre? Is that dark? Is that depressing? Is that unreasonable, Jeanette? Um, or am I onto something where it just kind of feels like when you're looking down the line, the Dolphins are the only team that really has absolutely no hope whatsoever? I mean, you're being honest, but you're not slightly excited? No. No. Like, at all, to be in the postseason? I want to make something abundantly clear. If the Dolphins somehow pull off the upset of the Millennium on Sunday, I am going to be insufferable on Monday. I mean, I am just going to be in it. That said, not going to happen. I just, I don't know how a team that lost five of their final six, who has their third-string quarterback, who barely, barely Outdueled, if you want to call it that. It was more like uh, outcrawled, outwormed Joe Flacco Sunday and a New York Jets team that didn't score a touchdown in like a calendar month. Skylar Thompson is going to play against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, yeah, what What is there to feel excited about there? Um, if I was a masochist and I like that feeling of getting stabbed in the heart over and over again, then yeah, I'd be excited or having my groin twisted. I'd be excited, but oh, I don't, yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel excitement and I'm not a masochist. So no, there's no butterflies for me. What's the opposite of butterflies in the stomach? Like a, ki- like a leech? Maybe. Mm. Or a kick to the gut. That's what this is. Yeah. Nobody's looking forward to that. No one says, oh, man, please send your size 10 and a half boot into my abdomen because that's what's going to happen on Sunday. I can raise your spirits a little bit here. So since 2010, double-digit favorites in the NFL playoffs are 11 and 3 against the spread. So. That does nothing for me. <laughs> I could not care less <laughs> nice about that. Nice try, That was cute. I mean, that Jeanette, was cute. isn't it the fact that he would automatically go to the line to Vegas to try and make me feel better about something he knows I don't give two solitary well, dams about? Listen, it was pure sarcasm because the team's going 11 and 3 against the spread or the team's favored. So oh, okay. this Buffalo Bills minus 13, yeah, they're bound to cover that. Uh, I asked yesterday um, because I saw the line once Skylar Thompson was named the starter popped up to 13. Jeanette, it is the Bills are third in the NFL playoffs. The Buffalo Bills are a 13 point favorite over the Dolphins. Like, think about that. In the playoffs, the NFL playoffs, these are all professionals, all making money to play football. And the Bills are a 13-point favorite over the Dolphins. I mean, that is hopeless territory. That right there would suggest that there is no hope, that there should be no excitement. I, I actually asked on Twitter yesterday at KLV1063 um, what the line for the Steelers and the Chiefs was last year because I had a feeling it was similar, and I believe that kicked off at 13.5. There's no way that this doesn't surpass a 13.5-point spread by, by Sunday. You know who else was a 13-point favorite? Who? The Georgia Bulldogs over the TCU Horn Frogs. <laughs> Jeanette, that's not helping me. I was in stone stop. Yeah, that that, that was uh, <laughs> that was that was sixty five to seven. That doesn't help me. And so I will we'll have plenty of time to talk about the Dolphins. But why don't we focus on teams that actually have a chance to win a game in the postseason? And I'm curious because so many of these teams, more so than any postseason I can remember in the NFL, have teams that have so many redeemable qualities to them. You've got Seahawks 49ers on Saturday. Geno Smith against Brock Purdy, who if you if you told me before the season started, we were going to have a, a an NFL playoff game with a quarterback matchup between Geno Smith and Brock Purdy, I would have said, 
who the hell is Brock Purdy? <laughs> that would have been my response. And now, like Brock Purdy is everybody's new favorite quarterback. He is is this out of nowhere, Mr. Irrelevant, Iowa State has come in and taken the NFL by storm against Geno Smith, who is the lifetime backup who got his chance in Seattle, and he's been able to shut up the doubters, and he's grown into his own starting quarterback in a very conducive situation. Then you have Chargers and Jaguars, Justin Herbert. And and Jeanette, I want to ask you, Mm -hmm. is Justin Herbert your type? Long flowing um, hair, tall and white. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he can. Yeah, there's a chance, absolutely. There's a chance. I thought Jeanette was going to drop out. Yeah, he can get it. Oh, she yeah, was. I thought that was coming. I, I was going to get it. She was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to go. Yeah, I, he can. I, I just had a feeling you but were was, ramping up for that. <laughs> I was reminiscing when you were going about Brock Purdy and all these great things that he has. He's still not Jimmy J, so I'm still, I miss Jimmy G a that lot. That is the one area that he falls short. He's just not Jimmy G. Jimmy G with the sculpted jaw and the hair. What's the, the best smile, feature of Jimmy the G? The smile? Yeah, the, the, the dimples, dimples, the smile, yeah. Can I can I defend Brock real quick? He turned 23 last week, so he's still got some years of... You know, of, of maturity. Yeah. Physical, physical maturity. Yeah, that jawline needs some time. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It does not. It does not happen overnight. We know that more than anybody. Um, by the way, just in case you were wondering... You could be 23 Jeff, and have a jawline. No, I've for sure, but sometimes it develops later. Yeah. Because he's still a little pudgy. Um, so once he kind of realizes, wait, I'm a starting quarterback, and he, like Brady, Brady wasn't exactly. always, didn't always have that jawline. He had the chubby cheeks and the, the butt dimple on his chin. And then he finally got ripped up, and he went TB12, and he started kaling it. And sure enough, there came the jawline. So just wait on Purdy. Let's not make any judgments on Purdy. Yet Stone is right. That is that is ultimately not fair. Jimmy G has had more time to mature, okay? And he was in the presence of Tom Brady for a couple of years, so he was able to pick up the the diet and the mannerisms of the jawline to Tom Brady. Anyways, so Justin Herbert, we've established he's Jeanette's type. He's Jeanette's type. He's he's yeah, he gets he gets an honorable mention. He can he's get not it. Exactly. My, he's yeah, he big, can. but and he's tall <laughs> like a basketball player. So automatically, uh, that that uh, is checking a lot of Jeanette boxes. And then there's Trevor Lawrence, who uh, last year had a head coach who was a complete psychopath who was getting junk rubbed uh, at his uh, at his at his bar uh, or at his restaurant in Columbus during a bye week, who was then coming home to kick the Jaguars kicker. Uh, and this year, with a competent head coach who's not a complete psychopath, uh, Trevor Lawrence has started to come into his own. That's a feel good story, and I think you could make the argument the Jaguars are the most surprising team in the NFL this season. And again, there's the Dolphins. Mm-duh. But then you've got the Bills, Damar Hamlin. What more do you have to say? <laughs> like, Damar Hamlin, it kind of feels like the Bills are the people's choice. I would argue the Bills were the people's choice before Damar Hamlin's uh, tragedy took place, right? And you'd be right. Because, Jeanette, who doesn't love the Bills mafia, throw yourself through tables, light tables on fire, and launch yourself face first into them, huddle up in the snow, uh, grilling things on rusted out automobiles? Like, who didn't love the Bills already from a national football standpoint? It sounds like a typical college Friday night Mm -hmm. or Saturday but without the snow here in Florida. I mean, the Bills, the Bills are the most college of pro football teams. 
A thousand Does that make sense? Just like their fan base is the most collegiate of, of NFL teams. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. there's anybody even close. Like Packers fans will try and make that argument but, now. No, they won't. They're historic. They want to go back to Bart Starr and talk about Otto Graham and how, it was, the past. how they played in the first Super Bowl game. It's, <laughs> they, they still sit in bleachers at Lambeau. Yeah, that's why they wear cheese heads or have cheese heads, whatever. I don't know. It's so nice that the Packers aren't in the playoffs. That makes me feel so good in retrospect. And then there's the Giants, who (laughs) Daniel Jones has come out of nowhere and has finally learned how to play average quarterback, which is good enough for this Giants (laughs) team. Brian Dable, how do you not love this guy? Smoking cigars, big old fat beer belly, just calling up offensive plays, running a high school offense and making the playoffs, and is a legitimate threat to the Vikings, who Kirk Cousins is wildly annoying, but this team... I mean, Jeanette, may I interest you in game-winning field goals from Greg Joseph all year long, FAU alum. Uh, Mm. So I know that's going to get Jeanette going. It gets me going. It makes me tingly. makes me feel good. Go Owls. The Vikings win every game on the final play. Like, what's not to love about that? That's super drama. And then you've got the Ravens and the Bengals. Now, Baltimore, what is the redeeming quality without Lamar Jackson of Baltimore? Because Lamar, there's my redeeming quality. Without him, what are they? Bad? Meh. Let's. Uh, what What is the Ravens like? Feel good storyline. Somebody who knows or has been around the sport, right? You want to lean on that defense that they once had. You want to talk about how good of a human being Harbaugh is, but you're is right. he? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> are there any hardcore John Harbaugh fans? I don't know. I mean, I think so. Especially he's in the, entertaining to watch on the sideline. He in the, is in he the is. DMV, but yeah, you're right. I, I think. You know what? The Ravens, they like to go for two in big spots, or like to to go for it on fourth down. There we go. There you go. Boy, was that a stretch. And then there's the Bengals. How do you not love Joe Burrow? I mean, mm. Stone. Stone loves himself some Joe Burrow. Jeanette, based on that reaction, loves herself some uh, some Joe Burrow. Who doesn't? Uh, Jamar Chase. And, and and Jeanette, may I interest you in FAU zone Trey Hendrickson, rushing of the passer. Uh, Definitely. That's, right. that's, that, right. that's a for sure. Um, and and the Bengals, who last year were ended up being the Cinderella team of the playoffs, but... They're still as likable, but now they're like high-powered and high-octane. And then, of course, there's the Buccaneers, Jeanette. And Talk to me about them. Is this the Tom Brady farewell tour? 45 years old, a team that struggled all year, but they found a way to get in at 8-9, and nine, found a way to win the NFC South, and you can never count out the Bucs because of Tom Terrific. How about that? Love it. Yeah. Love it. You can do a little better. You can add a little more emotion behind it, but sure. It's a good start. Tom, terrific. Is that a little more emotional? Yes. Okay. Thank you. So I'm just wondering, of these playoffs, who is your darling of the NFL playoffs? Who is the team that captures your heart most? And I think when we ask this too, you could have your team in the playoffs but also feel an affinity. If your team went out, you'd feel good for this other team or this other fan base. I think that's a legitimate emotion you're allowed to have. So say you're uh, a Ravens fan. The Ravens go out, but you're like, man, I'd love to see the Bills make a run because there is the history of failure with them because they've been so close. Or I love Patrick Mahomes. So I want to see the Chiefs uh, get redemption after losing in the AFC title game last year. Or, man, Joe Burrow's swag, I'm Mm. into it. Like, let's go. Or how about Jalen Hurts? I love the fact that he's proven the doubters wrong. That Eagles team, they bring it. 
I love Nick Sirianni talking trash to opposing fans. Just because it's not your team doesn't mean that you can't hold a place in your heart for one of these teams in the postseason. Of the teams in the NFL playoffs, who is the darling? Because for me, like the Dolphins aren't going to do a damn thing. We know that. So I'm having to make alternate viewing plans, okay? I know, and as we've established, the Dolphins are the most hopeless of the teams in this postseason. And I'll say, there is something about the Giants and Brian Dable that gets me going. And I don't know if it's because Dable has had to come in, and I would argue, while Mike McDaniel did a great job of incorporating his offense and uh, putting together this high-powered attack with Tua in charge, and you've got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, the fact remains, Mike McDaniel has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Brian Dable came in with no receivers, with Daniel Jones, with Saquon Barkley, who's largely been made of porcelain, though he's built like granite for his entire career, and his big old truck-driving, cigar-smoking beer belly, and he's incorporated a high school offense into a team that made the playoffs in what ended up being the most competitive division in the entire NFL. How do you not love that? And how do you not love Brian Dable? Like, I... I think the Giants are the darling of this postseason. I am totally into them. Jeanette, what about you? Who's your darling of the NFL? Which team is the darling of the NFL playoffs to you? If you guys know me for like five seconds, (laughs) uh, you know exactly what I'm going to say. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, specifically Mm -hmm. Tom Brady, because this could be his last playoff appearance. Maybe, hopefully, Super Bowl. But... I do not want, and like, I think everybody deep down inside, even in the little cold heart spaces where mm. little spider webs exist, everybody, <laughs> yeah. yes, everybody does not want to see Tom Brady leave on a terrible note. Everybody wants to see him succeed to some capacity. Interesting. So Tom Brady, for me, even I'm going I'm, like, I'm to try and take the bias out for a little bit, for like five seconds, but I think everybody wants to see Tom Brady succeed in what could potentially be his last season. I really thought Tom Brady should have stayed retired. I liked how things ended. Not not the loss. I, I don't mean to do that to Jeanette. The loss at home to the Rams. There. But the fact that the Bucks looked dead and Tom Brady single-handedly dragged them off the mat in that game last year in a loss – that's the most respectable way Tom Brady could have gone out because he, in the those fleeting moments in the fourth quarter, looked Herculean again. And it had been a little bit last season. Uh, we hadn't really seen that. It had only been bits and pieces. And that was vintage retro Tom Brady in the fourth quarter against the Rams last year. I would have been okay with that being my final, my final vision of Tom Brady. While walking off the field in defeat, doing what he did against that Rams team, the eventual champions, that's inspiring stuff. And instead, we have a sub-500 team going up against Micah Parsons on Monday night, which (laughs) could certainly provide us an alternate vision of Tom Brady compared to what we saw last year against the Rams. Yeah, time and time again, we watch these older guys tarnish their legacy. By just just hanging on too much. Brett Favre. 
Udonis Haslam, whatever he's got going on, I understand it's still intact. That's Mr. Miami. Him. I know. Yo, I do think, not bring my uh, UD uh, into this. That's know, Mr. Miami. He should Get have been. My, he should have been my fifth. I I understand that was a stretch and that is uh, an out of bounds play there. I, I do understand that. But at least go with like Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter, Vince Carter. I don't want to say Udonis' name again, but all of these guys have tarnished <laughs> their legacy, and you've correctly stated that. The pieces of that Rams game are still imprinted in everyone's brain. Like, mm-hmm. you were like, hey, remember that last game Tom Brady played? Yeah, he scared you guys. Like, there was always that. And it was, like, totally Herculean. So, I agree with you there. I, it's just tough to to see the way they're literally limping into this game against the Cowboys team. Now, I think that the majority answer here, Jeanette's probably the Bills, right? Of course. Of course. Now, I think everybody would... Nobody would disagree with that. Yeah. And if you do, then you have some personal issues and go see a therapist. But as we get further and further away from what occurred on that Monday night, and DeMar Hamlin has now not only been released from the hospital in Cincinnati, he's been released from the hospital in Buffalo. His recovery is on, and it makes you feel good. I'm beginning to find the ability to separate DeMar Hamlin and the outpouring of support and love for him and the same Bills fan base that whined and complained about the sun in week three in a loss to the Dolphins. I'm once again able to rediscover, I'm starting to, it's a process, bear with me, but rediscover my pettiness for that fan base. So it's not all that difficult for me to not have them as my go-to darling of the NFL postseason. Does that make me a bad person? No. Yeah. I think it might. Well, you know what? I'm willing to accept that because, again... (laughs) They complained about the sun. I can separate DeMar Hamlin and my feelings about that from calling OSHA because it was too hot out. You know, I, I just think it sounds like you've been waiting. It sounds like you've been waiting to to jump back off of that table that Bill's Mafia loves oh so much. But I, I do hear you loud and clear. Like, it has been long enough to where you can pull yourself away from it. They're still extremely annoying. There, I said it. For the first time since Tamar <laughs> Hamlin, I've said it. Bills fans, you're incredibly annoying. And just know that if, 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 if the Dolphins somehow come up with the upset of the century on Sunday, I'm coming at you, okay? The... The, uh, um, the, the time between DeMar Hamlin tragedy and now football, I feel like we've gotten to a point where, Bills fans, oh man, you know, I am Skylar Thompson and you all over the place if somehow the Dolphins come out on top. And again, I feel hopelessness, no excitement. But if it does happen, your boy is coming at you. Are the Bills the obvious darling of the NFL playoffs? If not, who is? Who's your darling? Doesn't necessarily have to be your team. I love the Giants. I love the Giants running a damned high school offense all year and putting themselves into the postseason. I think that absolutely rules. But I know some people that love the fact the Vikings, every game they play comes down to the final play. Every single game they play comes down to the final play. To you, who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? Or maybe you're like Jeanette, where you want to see Tom Brady right off into the sunset the right way. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And I know what's going to happen here, Jeanette. We mentioned them, but we didn't talk at length about them. We're going to get angry Eagles fans. 
They are always angry no matter what, though. Yeah. So they can get over themselves. Um, so I was actually, I was, I was, um, I was looking on Twitter today, and ESPN has a feature about backup quarterbacks winning the Super Bowl and um, the the Brock Purdy guide to the Niners winning the Super Bowl. Oh, gosh. And they oh, have no. a graphic. They have a graphic. And the graphic had Jeff Hostetler, Giants. Um, the graphic had, obviously, Purdy, but there was no Nick Foles. Stop! And really? in the replies, Eagles fans were pissed. <laughs> I mean, just... Absolutely furious, which is, I sort of get it because he is the last backup quarterback to have won a Super Bowl and the one that's most uh, prominently in our minds and not Jeff Hostetler back in 1990 freaking one. But still, Eagles fans, don't you have anything more, uh, more prominent to be angry about than that? Like, come on. Come on. He's in the feature. Read the feature. Don't just look at the picture. Does Earl Morrill not come up on that article? Does he meet the criteria? Uh, Earl Morrill does, and he was, but he wasn't in the graphic. But I didn't see Dolphins fans. And that was also 87 years ago. <laughs> I, think I just looked to, I'm sorry. I had to look him up. Who, Earl Morrill? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Earl Morrill. Uh, <laughs> good, Jeanette. Well, good. Now, now you've been Rest educated. Rest in peace. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Shout out Earl. Now it got awkward. In 2014, Stone, you're a little late. Man, it got, it got uh, hey, Earl, so, so Earl, rest in power. Did we now learn the criteria for who makes the graphic? You just, you still got to be pumping. Still got to be pumping. Still got to, still got to. Well, Nick Foles is still alive last time I checked. He was still in the NFL this year. Yeah, he played really, oh yeah, awful. Okay, it was pretty bad. For the Indianapolis Colts. Pretty, pretty bad. To you, who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. By the way, Jason messages in. He's a Bills fan. Enough time has definitely passed. I love the pettiness. Bring it on. See? I got the blessing from Bills Mafia. Let's go. The pettiness continues. If, a, if, if one Bills fan says it, then I'm in. Okay. He speaks for all He's, of Bill's Yes, office. Jason. All of them. Jason on social media. He is the gatekeeper for all <laughs> of Bill's Mafia, and I have received permission. And so it's time for me to be petty once again. It feels right. There has been something missing in my football soul the last couple of weeks, and I think it's been. And again, I don't. I don't regret this. Um, the fact that everybody has been unified around the Bills and DeMar Hamlin has been touching. It really absolutely has. But there's been something missing. And it's been the, the lack of, um, of ability. It was such a violation of the senses to go after Bills fans. But now that I've received permission again, there's a piece of my heart that's been filled in. And it feels right. It's time for the playoffs. Well, until the Dolphins take their... 30-point beating on Sunday. <laughs> Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's start on the phones in Jupiter with Scott. Scott's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Scott? Hey, Ken. Uh, my darling is the Bengals. I think they're being overlooked and under... Um whatever you want to call it, undervalued, underappreciated. I, I think that Cincinnati is going to make a run, my friend. 
I, I think you're right, and I think they're extremely well-equipped, and I also think there's something to their story, and I appreciate you, Scott. The fact that the DeMar Hamlin emergency takes place, and then the NFL just starts making up its own rules, and the Bengals are eliminated from being able to get the one seed in the AFC. But not only that, the Bengals were put into a situation where even as AFC North champions, they, if they lost to the Ravens over the weekend, would have had to have a coin flip to determine who was going to host the wild card game. I just think that since all of what happened on that fateful Monday night took place, things have been a little bit disrespectful towards the Bengals. And I think that plays a little bit into the, you know, Kind of want to root for them because they've sort of come out on the wrong end of this entire thing. Yeah, I hear that loud and clear, but I'm not willing to get on my knees for this undervalued, underspoken about Cincinnati Ooh, Bengals team. Spicy. Like we're talking about. No, I was gonna say out wow. of nowhere, Stone was gonna come in, like sounding so sweet. Like, yeah, I take that take. You know what? Bleep, bleep, bleep. He sounds like Be- those. Yeah, he three just shows speech from yesterday. Yeah, Stone Stone just busted in with a get on my knees at twelve twenty eight on a Thursday. <laughs> there We're have, getting spicy here today. Yeah. It's early. Let's go, Stone. <laughs> there have been more. There have been more Super Bowl MVP tickets placed on Joe Burrow than there have Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. 92% of the bets. Really? Yes. Higher ticket. Why, why is that? Is it just value. because uh, value. So or that, a love of Burrow? Right. Exactly. It's uh, a love of Burrow, yeah. too. So Patrick Mahomes numbers that. I was going to say, Jeanette, Jeanette has a love of Burrow. This is different, though, than uh, Super Bowl MVP betting. Yeah, so, so, so the value's up there. It's at plus 900. So you're like, oh, it's good value. And you think, Joe. So the public thinks that there's also 92% of the bets on the Bengals to cover against them. So like they're not undervalued, like they're being properly valued. This team has 11 or 12 wins well, now. What I think Scott means though is like I think there is an amount of attention that's being paid to the Chiefs and the Bills that maybe not being delivered to the Bengals, a team that was in the Super Bowl a year ago, for various reasons. I'm not saying that it is a complete failure of ESPN and sports media because, obviously, you've got Mahomes, you've got the Chiefs, and they're doing ring around the posy um, uh, <laughs> while scoring touchdowns against the Raiders, <laughs> and then you've got DeMar Hamlin with the Bills. But the the Bengals have sort of, like, fallen a little bit into the the ether of uh, playoff discussion. You think this- well, let's... Go Let's ahead, be Jeanette. honest. Did anybody take the Bengals run last year seriously? All right. No, they did not. Like, was, yeah, it, no. Good call, so it's, that's why I'm. You're right. That's why I think that people are kind of expecting the same. Like, if the Bengals make it, congratulations. But we just didn't expect that. But we're happy for you. But where did you come from again? Yeah. Yeah. Th- then maybe there is something to that. And what we forget is the the Bengals literally came one possession from winning the Super Bowl. Like. If, if that would have taken place, if the Bengals hang on or if Burrow doesn't get picked off on that final possession, it's a completely different discussion about the Bengals right now, even if they're in the exact same spot. But it does seem like just from an attention perspective, and again, I don't think it's anybody's fault necessarily. It's just how, how storylines have developed and occurrences have, have come to be in the last couple of weeks. The Bengals are a little bit just sort of... On the side, on the periphery. You, you think their slice of pie hasn't been as big as it should be, right? When you divvy out who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. What kind of pie? <sighs> Let's go apple pie. So so the, the Chiefs. Jeanette, should we be going apple pie oh, here? Sorry. Isn't that a little lame? All pie is trash. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. You're anti-pie. So we'll go blueberry mm-hmm. pie. Oh, so, that's so, nice. the worst one 
Ew, so, so. Or we'll go peach cobbler. It stains your clothes, too. Ew, if you just get worse. No, peach cobbler's good with ice cream. Who? Yes, who it is. Who has peach cobbler anymore? A well, lot peach of cobbler's not a you, pie. Peach pie. Like Sally in somewhere deep in the South. With a little apron on. We're Who deep in the South. We are deep in the we, we're, You really couldn't be much more deep. <laughs> you in couldn't the south. be deeper. Yeah, you're going to be deeper. We are in deep. <laughs> <laughs> so the Chiefs got a giant slice of pie, right? The Bills have a giant slice of uh-huh. pie. The, Trash the Cowboys have like the same. I feel like the, oh, the Cowboys have like half the pie. Exactly. And they're not even, they didn't even deserve it. And they the, like, what they did is they started poking it with their finger and yes. said, oh, fine, just take half the pie, <laughs> fine. you disgusting Neanderthals. <laughs> exactly. And the Bengals got this little sliver and they're like, here you go. And they're like, wait, wait, we were in this, this, this game last year. Right, right. Like, come on, give us a bigger piece of pie. Uh, Jeanette, how do you feel about cheesecake? Trash. What in the absolute hell, man? So, I mean, what, what we, do you like? Yeah, we've learned over the past few months cookie that cake? Jeanette's food takes are banned. I love cookie cake. Cookie, I love cookie cake. I will make this argument. Cookie cake is way overrated. No, just you're overrated. It, so get, is ice cream. Just I literally it. said no to an ice cream date yesterday. He was like, do you want to go for drinks? I was like, I'm not drinking during the week. He goes, what, well, do you want ice cream? And I was like, no, ice cream is very overrated. And I'm not going to waste my calories on ice cream. What? Uh, what is happening right now? What dessert do you like? I love chocolate and coconut. Oh, coconut sucks. Coconut stinks. I'm going to just flat out That's trash. Just, just, just give it to me. More for me. Sorry, I have a leaf taste. You guys can't get on my level. That's a personal problem. Um, work on it. What is the candy bar with the coconut mounds? Yeah. Oh, I mean, almond joys? I alm- love just, almond joys. Just, oh, my God. That's my favorite. Just flat out trash bag stuff right there. Who is the darling of the <laughs> NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us. At KLV1063. Let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care? Their team is experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Which team is the darling, the feel-good, the cuddly little teddy bear of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. All right, before 2 o'clock, I've rarely been as excited about what we're going to do, and that's going to be reveal to the world a text exchange that Jeanette had with a young man in Orlando <laughs> Jeanette is in Orlando through January, and Jeanette, it, how would you best? But you've you've just sort of been trying to to find some guys to pass the time. Is that an appropriate way to put it while you're up there? Perfect. Thank okay. you. 
Uh, but 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 in the process of that, in the getting to know you process, oh. Jeanette has found some um, some some well people. Interesting. And this characters. one, this one, oh boy, this is we'll we'll do it before two o'clock because, whew, Jeanette, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, I wouldn't go to that spot. <laughs> no, I, I, I no, probably I avoid red flag, red flag. Unbelievable. I love it. I love <sighs> it. I love it. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 1063 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Jeanette, may I ask you what's your favorite dinosaur? Brontosaurus. All yeah. day. All day. All day. Be sore. Um, well, I, I guess that could I be see something a little else. foot. Yeah, what's up, little foot? Uh, what is that, Land Before Time? Yes. Yeah. Uh, brontosauruses, big, long necks, eat plants. What's not to love? Big and loud and crashing to the earth. Got to love them. Got to absolutely love them. And perhaps you'll see a model of a brontosaurus at the South Florida Fair because the theme this year is dinosaurs. Because there isn't a single human being on the planet that doesn't love dinosaurs. What a home run the South Florida Fair is hitting. Get your tickets. It starts tomorrow. SouthFloridaFair.com. You want a brontosaurus? Bam. Right there for you. Eating some plants. How about a triceratops? Oh, three horns. Right there for you. Pterodactyl. Flying. Wings. Tyrannosaurus. Short little stubby arms. Big and ferocious teeth. Right there for you. How about a velociraptor? Big old toenail. Right there for you. South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. I've never been more excited for a South Florida Fair, and I love Tilt-A-Whirls and fried food. But the fact there's dinosaurs in the mix this year, how can you miss it? Bring the family. Bring the kids. Hell, just bring yourself. SouthFloridaFair.com. Starts tomorrow. South Florida Fairground. Stone and I will be out there broadcasting live amongst the dinos and the pig races at South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Which team just makes you feel warm and fuzzy? Which team, even if it's not your team, if your squad gets knocked out or your team hasn't made the playoffs, do you say, you know what? Kind of like to follow their journey. I like the story. I like what they're bringing to the table. I like the cut of their jib. Who's the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. The Dolphins are my team, but they have no hope. I say the Giants. I like the Giants. I like Brian Dable and his high school offense. I love Daniel Jones when he lowers his shoulder. I love that Daniel Jones has found a way to play mediocre quarterback, so much so that the Giants have to bring him back next year. I like it. I like the way that they physically run the football. Jeanette Javier, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, she wants to see Tom Brady go out in a blaze of glory. She wants to see him go out um, in a respectable manner. That's her darling obviously stone who's your darling we didn't even get yours who's yours yeah so for me it's gonna be the seattle seahawks right and i think first and foremost it's because what? i'm a big russell wilson hater so oh, okay the success that pete carroll's having it's gonna make russell wilson uh hurt yeah it's gonna make him hurt a mm. lot and it's going to make pete carroll come out on the right side of this which does ultimately make me feel good and then let's talk about the nfl comeback player of the year i mean he can't be denied at this point he's in the playoffs you, you said it earlier, if, if you, you thought we were going to get a Brock Purdy, Geno Smith matchup, we all would have laughed. But here we are, and, and part of it and is... And it's actually attractive. It's very attractive. Like, it's going to be awesome. Can you, like, Geno Smith versus Brock Purdy, you can argue in the wild card round, is, is the most fascinating quarterback matchup. There's no doubt about it. And you're talking about Geno Smith, who we all wrote off, right? He's 
deemed a late bloomer, which I don't think is the case, right? He played for the New York Jets. But he's going up against the best defense left in the entire playoff field. Like, if he does this, he's a legend. And for that, I'm getting behind him. Geno Smith, is you just know things are going to get reckless, too. Yes, they are. (laughs) Like, that dude's just going to start winging footballs down the field, and I can't wait for it. It's going to be good. And there are guys on the Seahawks roster that have played in a lot of playoff games, even Super Bowls, so kind of built for this moment. Like, they won't be shy to it. I think they come out aggressive. I'm rooting for them. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. Leo is in Riviera Beach. Hey, Leo. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Ken, you kind of hit the nail on the head with that one. I'm going with the Giants for a couple reasons. First reason is because Eli Manning, in my book, can do no wrong. I want to buy that man two drinks if I ever saw him for winning those two Super Bowls against the (laughs) Patriots. And also, I love Saquon Barkley. I love the Giants' like defense and running game that they play. And I just think Brian Dables. He just looks so adorable. I imagine him. He's like like, you know from the Water Boy when they turn the turn the coach into the baby. Yeah. I think yes. giant, Brian Dable, it looks like an adorable giant baby with his beard and everything like that. So I'm rooting with the Giants. And as for the Dolphins, I, I just hope that Josh Allen makes one of his, or makes at least two of his signature mistakes that he, that he tends to make on, in big spots and maybe throw a pick here, maybe one hopper receiver on fourth down kind of thing like he did against the Dolphins the first time they played. And then maybe it w- maybe it'll be thirty to seven at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> but, say at least to, to make those mistakes to keep it within three scores. Absolutely, Leo. Appreciate the call. Um, what if Skylar Thompson throws for like three fifty and four touchdowns? I have no just idea. Just like goes off. I have no idea. <laughs> just goes off. I have no interest in watching that game. It's going to be cringeworthy. Uh, Jeanette, are you going to watch any of that game, or do you feel like there's just no reason to? No reason. Can I ask you, by the way? Dan Orlovsky on SportsCenter is wearing a suit with a hoodie underneath the the suit coat. Is that a good look? And sneakers. Is that a good look? Is that a thing? Is that is that something that that if you're you're in Milan, you're walking down the street, people are like, hmm. I don't know. I was gonna say something in Italian and I realized I don't know anything in Italian. Oh gosh, Ken. Um... What would they say? Delicioso. Wee mm, wee. Oui, oui. No, that's French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> that is French. Uh, you can say uh, bon appetit. Okay, bon appetit. But but do do is that a good look? Like, do you think I could start wearing a suit with a hoodie underneath? Because if that's the case, then I will start wearing suits and no longer wear joggers and V-neck T-shirts every day. Um, I've known you for how long, Ken? Uh, well over a decade. How many times have I seen you in a suit? I don't think maybe ever. And I've traveled (laughs) with you to football games. Yeah, that's true. With FAU? But is I don't think, like, no. You're definitely more of a hoodie type. Now, I'm trying to, I don't know how, where these channels work or how they work on this TV. And I can't talk into this remote to tell me to go to ESPN. Uh But um, I'm trying to do some research. What we're going to do, Jeanette, I'll have Stone when, when, the next time Orlovsky is on SportsCenter, I'll have him take a picture of of Dan Orlovsky's outfit. Because it is a, a, what, tan-colored suit or a a cream-colored suit? Uh, Yeah, yeah, you can call it tan. It's a cream, yeah, cream tan-colored suit and... He's wearing white sneakers, and he's got a blue hoodie on underneath it. It's very... The the color scheme sounds good. Yeah, I think the colors work. 
And he is a very attractive human, so probably everything works in his favor. And can I don't so know? We'll see. I don't know why you haven't seen it yet. Like it's hot. Does he do it a lot? It, he does it every single week. Really? It is, it's his look. And Evan Cohen came down here sporting it, taking a page out of the Young Guns Wait, book. Wait, Evan did that? Yeah, with us in our meeting and wherever we were. Oh, I didn't he even pay attention. He had the sport coat right on top underneath? of the hoodie. It's totally yeah. a thing that we're seeing more and more and more of. Deion Sanders, 100%. anytime Deion Sanders is on somebody's show, he's rocking it. Oh. Well, Deion Sanders just looks cool no matter what. I was I've, never say, that, I was gonna, <laughs> I've never seen that yeah. man not look cool. Deion could could rub garbage on his face, and I'd be like, damn, that's a good look, Prime. How'd you do that? What up, Prime? <laughs> Ken, you would look fresh to death in a sport coat on top of a hoodie. You would look great. I tell you what, man, I'm kind of in because it also... I, 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 mm, Mm, go ahead, Ken. Uh, go no, ahead. no, now, now, Jeanette's going to try and discount me already with this. But what I'm going to say is that I, um, I hate wearing suits because I don't like dress shirts. I think they're just kind of scratchy, and I don't like buttons and the whole thing. But I might be more willing to go suit. Um, and apparently, here at ESPN West Palm, we're like cracking down on dress code. I don't know what the hell is <laughs> going that. on here. What are you guys wearing? I don't know. What like, are you guys doing? Like, oh, we got an email today. When you're out on remote broadcast, you need to represent the ESPN West Palm in a respectable manner. Polos, ESPN West Palm gear, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know what's happening now, but I feel like at ESPN West Palm, I've earned the right to express myself. You know how I express myself and represent myself with joggers? And V-neck T-shirts. You wear FAU gear. I think the email was for you because <laughs> time and time again you've worn a V-neck to a remote broadcast. What's wrong with the V-neck, Jeanette? What's wrong with the V-neck? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What's wrong with the V-neck stone? Nothing. I, I, you know, I'm wondering, Jeanette, and you can help me with this. The equivalent of a V-neck to a female. A V-neck. I was gonna say, what are you, what are you talking <laughs> well, about? Well, then if that's the we case, we wear V-necks. A little, a little cleave. Then that, uh, that's, the, that's the point. Like Just a little cleave. What's you, wrong with that? You're showing. Do you want a bra, Ken? Do you want to make it a little? I'm sure, oh. Push it up a little bit. All right. A little, all right. Not a, a problem. Give a little peck bring, push. A little bombshell. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll mail you a couple. Not all a right. problem. All right. But uh, yeah, it's just a little like showing. I don't know if that's ever said about a man. Like, oh, he's showing a little too much today. No, 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 no. You know, here's what it is. Your skin's out there. It's not the V-neck. I've said that about a man, so. Um, <laughs> it's not the V-neck that's the issue. It's that at ESPN West Palm, I think what's happened is they've become shortest. Shortest, as wow. in S-H-O-R-T-I-S-T. There's racist and they're shortest. You know what they don't respect? Five-inch inseams. You know what they're scared of right here? The, the management at ESPN West Palm? The fact that you and I have taken it upon ourselves to let the, 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 muscle, bags, the muscle bags fly. Yeah, I think you're right on, actually, because nobody else is rocking the five-inch inseams. And, and, and I'll put it this oh, okay. way, too. Who else? Can I rock the five-inch inseams? Hey, absolutely. But who else in South Florida radio, which other male in all of South Florida radio, you name them, whether it's Miami, whether it's West Palm, can pull off, is in, is in has enough confidence, is in the shape to pull off the five-and-a-half-inch inseams, other myself, Stone, and Theo, and I would say nobody. I would say nobody. And then we roll out with our girl, Jeanette, and she's wearing what she wears. I tell you what, man. Like that's the fear of ESPN West Palm is that someone's going to see that and be like, "We got to bring them to a new market." <laughs> those people, those people have confidence. They're afraid we're going to get poached because we go out there and we're letting those muscle bags fly. Yeah, I think so. 
right? I, I think that's one of the but fears. Gee, but but high season, baby. But we literally had the longest email I've ever received from anybody at ESPN West Palm today about dress code. So don't worry. Tomorrow I'll wear a suit to the South Florida Fair. I was going to say, what are we going to do about the fair tomorrow? Uh, apparently we have to wear a suit. We're going to wear a suit. We'll wear a three-piece suit. I'll have a monocle and everything. I mean, Jesus, God, man. Wow. Acting like we're going to prom. It's the South Florida Fair. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Yeah, Stone just sent me the uh, the tweet from College Game Day of Dion from the National Championship game, and he's also sporting the hoodie with the suit coat over it. I had no mm-hmm. idea. I guess I just haven't been paying attention. I legitimately love the look. I absolutely love the look. I'm in. I'm actually. I think you would look great in it. I'm not gonna lie. No uh, bias. I think I'm gonna. I gotta get some of my suits uh, altered. For sure. Can't can't be going too baggy, too big. No. no. Not like Chris no, Weber. No, 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 no. No. Chris Weber, '93 draft. Not that. Yeah. But I really do like the uh, the look. You are going to like the 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 experience when you're not having to sit in traffic, when you're not having to sit in gridlock. When you're on a big yellow train and you're enjoying all the things that life has to offer, that's, well, drinks and snacks with a bright line. (laughs) (laughs) It's the stress-free way to travel through South Florida. Bright line stations in West Palm and Fort Lauderdale and Miami. But you knew that. You knew that. Now, the new station is open in Boca Raton. That's right. Boca has its station now, making getting through South Florida even easier. And yes, there's the Aventura station as well. Brightline, gobrightline.com, the free Brightline app. Go down to the heat game, buzzer beater train. By the way, it is now the arena. That's legitimately right now the name of where the heat play. The arena. Brightline drops you off two and a half blocks away, Miami Central Station. You walk to the arena, you watch the heat. Beat up on their opponent. What up, Jimmy? What up, Tyler? What up, Bam? Starting to ball above 500. Big Victor one tonight. Oladipo. If you're going tonight, take that buzzer beater train with Brightline. Again, stations. West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Boca Raton, Aventura. Big yellow train, big, fast, stress-free. Kick your feet up and don't have a care in the world. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline. Line app. So how about that? A, uh, a a judge has finally ended the legal proceedings, and FTX Arena is no longer. The disgraced crypto company has been removed as the title sponsor of uh, the Heat Arena. It is now, and this is not a joke, this is not a joke, until a new title sponsor is found, it is now the Arena. The Heat play at the Arena. That is the official name of what was formerly the American Airlines Arena. I'm curious. I, I still sometimes call it the AAA. I had a tough time adapting to FTX. I still call it the AAA at times. The arena, they couldn't have come up with something temporary that had a better ring to it than that. Like, that's not. What about the Bayfront Barn? Ew. How good is that? What do you mean, you? I think That's that rules. Terrible. That rules ass. Old what are you McDonald talking about? Had a barn. No, the barn, like the Chicago Stadium, used to be the the barn. 
Or the Madhouse on Madison. What about the Madhouse in Miami? No, it needs to be something original. Stone, don't give it me that look. It needs to be something. Why? Why? It needs you... to be something with hot, like fire, like. Well, yeah, what comes to my head? I'm thinking the Miami sauna. That's stupid. I'm thinking the sauna. I thought that, I thought of the inferno. <laughs> oh God, I, I, Jeanette, they, what we just said were awful, but I do think they're better than I the mean, Bayfront it's just Barn. Terrible. At least my stuff had alliteration. <laughs> the Bayfront Barn. You know the location. Um, uh, the 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 Madhouse in Miami or the Miami Madhouse. That rules. I don't care what you guys say. Jeanette's striking it down. Stone's giving me looks. Bleep off. I think that Miami Madhouse rules. Come on, you guys don't like, have anything better. Come on down here. Here come the Milwaukee Bucks to the Bayfront Barn tonight. That's wait, awesome. Make sure we. <laughs> How is that not awesome? No, come, Inferno is so much better. Here come the Milwaukee Bucks to the Inferno. Come, like that's great. Come pack the barn tonight. Yes, that's like bring some donkeys say. with you. Come pack the barn. I can tell you guys grew up in Florida and don't have any idea what a good arena nickname is. So, I, so. Why would we try and use the barn when it has nothing to do with Florida? No, but, but the inferno. There, there could be a fire anywhere. The inferno doesn't work. You know the the FAU the owls have the burrow, which I think is the. Well, most. now it's the Ellie, the Eleanor R. Baldwin. Yeah. Arena. it's the Ellie. Get it right. Oh, sorry. Well, then Yahoo Sports Oops. needs to update that. Yeah, Yahoo Sports doesn't know bleep. I, I always wonder, like, why it still says the burrow. I think the burrow is badass. So, like, where do Agreed. where does the heat get put off into? Like, do you want to go the volcano route? Do you want to go the cave? Come defend the or, cave. <laughs> like, the, we we want to be really dark. It could be hell, fire. Oh. Oh, mm. that's not bad. Um, hold on. The Hades Hut? I was going to go with Hades. The Hades Hut, the baby. Hades. The Hades Hut? The Hades okay, Hut. Okay, Hut, Hut is the terrible. Hades. I, mean, yeah. like a I was going to say, Hades sounds badass, and then you add a hut to it, and it sounds not so badass. <laughs> Come defend the it's, hut. It's, <laughs> that's terrible. Like, um, Hades Hut, here's Hades drinking some little hot tea with a little umbrella. How like, about no, the Halls of not. Hades? Hmm. Hmm. It's a little severe. <laughs> a little, a little I severe. love it, though. That's the what The halls want. of Hades. The bucks coming into the halls of Hades. And when they locked Trey Young up again, it's like he was locked he in was the locked hall. in the halls of Hades. Mm, That's right. Okay, see, now we're cooking. All right. Now, like, literally. <laughs> like, literally. Um, all right, we might be on to something. I like halls of Hades. What should the name of the Heat Arena be? It's the arena right now. Certainly we can do better. Jeanette and Stone very disrespectfully uh, shot down uh, the Bayfront Barn, which I thought was a home run, okay? Um, uh, the Miami Madhouse, Jeanette, uh, once again, just crapped all over that. Um, the Hades Hut, right track, not quite there. Halls of Hades, now we're starting to get, we're getting warmer. Yeah, we say. are. <laughs> we're getting warmer. We're getting warmer. What should the name of the heat arena be? Because right now it's the arena. Is it? Is it E. Reed's heat house? Heat house? Are we going heat house? That could work, right? <sighs> no. The heat house. Why are you disrespecting E. Reed? The he heat came house. up with that. The heat house. He says it every broadcast. Okay. I mean, in that sense, it's cool. It's pretty biased, though, if that's what he calls it and he wants it to be named that. He reads a friend of show. I feel like, no, that should be something Miami Heat fan insider. Like, don't let all the other NBA team fans try to say that. You say that because you're a Miami Heat It's just like a Heat fan nickname for the arena. Exactly. But Halls of Hades, that's something coast to coast we need to have Mm -hmm. start to be adopted. What if that was the official name of the arena until it was like, 
um, <laughs> J.P. Morgan Center. <laughs> it goes from Chase Bank. Yeah, yeah, Chase Bank Arena, formerly Holes of Hades. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> that's that's not bad. I think we're on. What should what should the actual temporary name of the Heat Arena be? Because the arena is super boring. Should it be the Halls of Hades? What else should it be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. All right, before 2 o'clock, I've rarely been as excited about what we're going to do, and that's going to be reveal to the world a text exchange that Jeanette had with a young man in Orlando <laughs> Jeanette is in Orlando through January, and Jeanette, how would you best? But you've you've just sort of been trying to to find some guys to pass the time. Is that an appropriate way to put it while you're up there? Perfect. Thank okay. you. <laughs> uh, but 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 in the process of that, in the getting to know you process, oh. Jeanette has found some um, some some well people. Interesting. And this characters. one, this one, oh boy, this is, we'll, we'll do it before two o'clock because, whew, Jeanette, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, I wouldn't go to that spot. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I'd probably avoid. Red flag, red flag. Unbelievable. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Jeanette, may I ask you, what's your favorite dinosaur? Brontosaurus. All yeah. day. All day. All day. Be sore. Um, well, I, I guess that could I be see a little else. foot. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, little foot? Uh, what is that? Land Before Time? Yes. Yeah. Uh, brontosauruses, big, long necks. Eat plants. What's not to love? Big and loud and crashing to the earth. Gotta love them. Gotta absolutely love them. And perhaps you'll see a model of a brontosaurus at the South Florida Fair because the theme this year is dinosaurs. Because there isn't a single human being on the planet that doesn't love dinosaurs. What a home run the South Florida Fair is hitting. Get your tickets. It starts tomorrow. SouthFloridaFair.com. You want a brontosaurus? Bam. Right there for you. Eating some plants. How about a triceratops? Oh, three horns. Right there for you. Pterodactyl. Flying. Wings. Tyrannosaurus. Short little stubby arms. Big and ferocious teeth. Right there for you. How about a velociraptor? Big old toenail. Right there for you. South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. I've never been more excited for a South Florida Fair, and I love Tilt-A-Whirls and fried food. But the fact there's dinosaurs in the mix this year, how can you miss it? Bring the family. Bring the kids. Hell, just bring yourself. SouthFloridaFair.com. Starts tomorrow. South Florida Fairground. Stone and I will be out there broadcasting live amongst the dinos and the pig races at South Florida Fair. SouthFloridaFair.com. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Which team just makes you feel warm and fuzzy? Which team, even if it's not your team, if your squad gets knocked out or your team hasn't made the playoffs, do you say, you know what? 
kind of like to follow their journey. I like the story. I like what they're bringing to the table, like the cut of their jib. Who's the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. The Dolphins are my team, but they have no hope. I say the Giants. I like the Giants. I like Brian Dable and his high school offense. I love Daniel Jones when he lowers his shoulder. I love that Daniel Jones has found a way to play mediocre quarterback so much so that the Giants have to bring him back next year. I like it. I like the way that they physically run the football. Jeanette Javier, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, she wants to see Tom Brady go out in a blaze of glory. She wants to see him go out um, in a respectable manner. That's her her darling, obviously. Stone, who's your darling? We didn't even get yours. Who's yours? Yeah, so for me, it's going to be the Seattle Seahawks, right? And I think first and foremost, it's because what? I'm a big Russell Wilson hater. So oh, okay. the success that Pete Carroll's having. It's going to make Russell Wilson uh, hurt. Yeah, it's going to make him hurt a mm. lot. And it's going to make Pete Carroll come out on the right side of this, which does ultimately make me feel good. And then let's talk about the NFL comeback player of the year. I mean, he can't be denied at this point. He's in the playoffs. You, you said it earlier, if, if you, you thought we were going to get a Brock Purdy, Geno Smith matchup, we all would have laughed. But here we are, and, and part of it and is— And it's actually attractive. It's very attractive. Like, it's going to be awesome. Can you, like, Geno Smith versus Brock Purdy, you can argue in the wild card round, is, is the most fascinating quarterback matchup. There's no doubt about it. And you're talking about Geno Smith, who we all wrote off, right? He's— deemed a late bloomer, which I don't think is the case, right? He played for the New York Jets. But he's going up against the best defense left in the entire playoff field. Like, if he does this, he's a legend. You and know, for that, I'm getting behind him. Geno Smith is, you just know things are going to get reckless, too. Yes, they are. <laughs> like, that dude's just going to start winging footballs down the field, and I can't wait for it. It's going to be good. And there are guys on the Seahawks roster that have played in a lot of playoff games, even Super Bowls, so kind of built for this moment. Like, they won't be shy to it. I think they come out aggressive. I'm rooting for them. Who is the darling of the NFL playoffs? 888-760-3776. Leo is in Riviera Beach. Hey, Leo. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Ken, you kind of hit the nail on the head with that one. I'm going with the Giants for a couple reasons. First reason is because Eli Manning in my book can do no wrong. I want to buy that man two drinks if I ever saw him for winning those two Super Bowls against the <laughs> Patriots. And also, I love Saquon Barkley. I love the Giants' like defense and running game that they play. And I just think Brian Dables, he just looks so adorable. I imagine yeah. him He's like, a like little... you know, from the water boy when they turn the – Turn the coach into the baby. Yeah, I think yes. giant Brian Dable. It looks like an adorable giant baby with his beard and everything like that. So I'm rooting with the Giants. And as for the Dolphins, I I just hope that Josh Allen makes one of his or makes at least two of his signature mistakes that he that he tends to make on in big spots, and maybe throw a pick here, maybe one hop a receiver on fourth down, kind of thing like he did against the Dolphins the first time they played. And then maybe it w- maybe it'll be thirty to seven at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna but. say at least to, to make those mistakes to keep it within three scores. Absolutely, Leo. Appreciate the call. Um, what if Skylar Thompson throws for like three fifty and four touchdowns? I have no just idea. Just like goes off. I have no idea. <laughs> just goes off. I have no interest in watching that game. It's going to be cringeworthy. Uh, Jeanette, are you going to watch any of that game, or do you feel like there's just no reason to? No reason. Can I ask you, by the way? Dan Orlovsky on SportsCenter is wearing a suit with a hoodie underneath the the suit coat. Is that a good look? And sneakers. Is that a good look? Is that a thing? Is that is that something that that if you're you're in Milan, you're walking down the street, people are like, hmm, 
I don't know. I was going to say something in Italian, and I realized I don't know anything in Italian. Oh, gosh, Ken. Um, what would they say? Delicioso. Mm, oui, oui. <laughs> no, that's French. Oui, oui. <laughs> <laughs> that is French. Uh, you can say uh, bon appetito. Okay. Bon appetito. But, but do, do, is that a good look? Like, do you think I could start wearing a suit with a hoodie underneath? Because if that's the case, then I will start wearing suits and no longer wear joggers and V-neck T-shirts every day. Um, I've known you for how long, Ken? Uh, well over a decade. How many times have I seen you in a suit? I don't think maybe ever. <laughs> and I've traveled <laughs> yeah, with true. you yeah, to yeah. football games. Yeah, that's true. With FAU? But is I it- don't think, like, no. I, you're definitely more of a hoodie type. Now, I'm trying to, I don't know how, where these channels work or how they work on this TV. And I can't talk into this remote to tell me to go to ESPN. Uh-huh. But... Um, Jeanette, I'm trying it, to do some research. What we're going to do, Jeanette, I'll have Stone when, when the next time Orlovsky is on SportsCenter, I'll have him take a picture of, of wait, wait, Dan Orlovsky's outfit because it is a, a what, tan-colored suit or a uh, cream-colored suit? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can call it tan. It's a cream, yeah, cream tan-colored suit and he's wearing on now. white it's sneakers on and he's got a blue hoodie on underneath it. It's very... The, the color scheme sounds good. Yeah, and, I think the colors work. And he is a very attractive human, so probably everything works in his favor. And Ken, I don't so know. We'll see. I don't know why you haven't seen it yet. Like it's hot. Does he do it a lot? It, he does it every single week. Really? It is, it's his look. And Evan Cohen came down here sporting it, taking a page out of the Young Guns Wait, book. Evan did that? Yeah, with us in our meeting and wherever we were. Oh, I didn't he even pay attention. He had the sport coat right on top underneath? of the hoodie. It's totally yeah. a thing that we're seeing more and more and more of. Huh. Deion Sanders, 100%. anytime Deion Sanders is on somebody's show, he's rocking it. Oh. Well, Deion Sanders just looks cool no matter what. I've never, say, seen that, I was gonna, <laughs> I've never seen that yeah. man not look cool. Deion could could rub garbage on his face, and I'd be like, damn, that's a good look, Prime. How'd you do that? What up, Prime? <laughs> Ken, you would look fresh to death in a sport coat on top of a hoodie. You would look great. I tell you what, man, I'm kind of in because it also... I, 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 mm, Go ahead, Ken. Uh, Go ahead. No, no, and now, now, Jeanette's going to try and discount me already with this. But what I'm going to say is that I, um, I hate wearing suits because I don't like dress shirts. I think they're just kind of scratchy, and I don't like buttons and the whole thing. But I might be more willing to go suit. Um, and apparently here at ESPN West Palm, we're like cracking down on dress code. I don't know what the hell is <laughs> going that. on here. What are you guys wearing? I don't know. What like, are you guys doing? Like, we got an email today. When you're out on remote broadcast, you need to represent the ESPN West Palm in a respectable manner. Polos, ESPN West Palm gear, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know what's happening now, but I feel like at ESPN West Palm, I've earned the right to express myself. You know how I express myself and represent myself with joggers? And V-neck T-shirts. Yeah, you wear and FAU gear. I think the email was for you because <laughs> time and time again, you've worn a V-neck to a remote broadcast. What's wrong with the V-neck, Jeanette? What's wrong with the V-neck? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What's wrong with the V-neck stone? I nothing. Would, I, I, you know, I'm wondering, Jeanette, and you can help me with this. The equivalent of a V-neck to a female. A V-neck. 
I was gonna say, what are you, what are you talking <laughs> well, about? Well, then if that's the we case, we wear V-necks. A little, a little cleave. Then that, uh, that's, the, that's the point. Like Just a little cleave. What's you, wrong with that? You're showing. Do you want a bra, Ken? Do you want to make it a little? I'm trying. Oh. Push it up a little bit. All right. A little, oh, it's not a right. problem. Give a little peck bring, push. A little bombshell. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll nail you a couple. Not right. a problem. All right. But uh, yeah, it's just a little like showing. I don't know if that's ever said about a man. Like, oh, he's showing a little too much today. No, no, no. You know, here's what it is. Skin's out there. It's not the V-neck. I've said that about a man, um, <laughs> it's not the V-neck that's the issue. It's that at ESPN West Palm, I think what's happened is they've become shortest. Shortest, as wow. in S-H-O-R-T-I-S-T. There's racist and they're shortest. You know what they don't respect? Five-inch inseams. You know what they're scared of right here? That the management at ESPN West Palm? The fact that you and I have taken it upon ourselves to let the, 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 muscle, bags, the muscle bags fly. Yeah, I think you're right on, actually, because nobody else is rocking the five-inch inseams. And, and, and I'll put it this oh, way, can, too. Who else? Can I rock the five-inch inseams? Hey, absolutely. But who else in South Florida radio, which other male in all of South Florida <laughs> radio, you name them, whether it's Miami, whether it's West Palm, can pull off, is in, is in has enough confidence, is in the shape to pull off the five-and-a-half-inch inseams, other than myself, Stone, and Theo, and I would say nobody. I would say nobody. And then we roll out with our girl, Jeanette. And she's wearing what she wears. I tell you what, man. Like that's the fear of ESPN West Palm is that someone's going to see that and be like, "We got to bring them to a new market." <laughs> those people, those people have confidence. They're afraid we're going to get poached because we go out there and we're letting those muscle bags fly. Yeah, I think so. Right? I think that's one of the but fears. Gee, but but thigh season, baby. But we literally had the longest email I've ever received from anybody at ESPN West Palm today about dress code. So don't worry. Tomorrow, I'll wear a suit to the South Florida Fair. I was going to say, what are we going to do about the fair tomorrow? Uh, apparently, we have to wear a suit. We're going to wear a suit. We'll wear a three-piece suit. I'll have a monocle and everything. I mean, Jesus, God, man. Wow. We're acting like we're going to prom. It's the South Florida Fair. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Yeah, Stone just sent me the the tweet from College Game Day of Dion from the National Championship game, and he's also sporting the hoodie with the suit coat over it. I had no Mm -hmm. idea. I guess I just haven't been paying attention. I legitimately love the look. I absolutely love the look. I'm in. I'm actually. I think you would look great in it. I'm not gonna lie. No I, bias. I think I'm gonna. I gotta get some of my suits uh, altered. For sure. Can't can't be going too baggy, too big. No. no. Not like Chris no, Webber. No, no, no. No. Chris Webber '93 draft. Not that. Yeah. But I really do like the uh, the look. You are going to like the 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 experience when you're not having to sit in traffic. When you're not having to sit in gridlock. When you're on a big yellow train and you're enjoying all the things that life has to offer, that's, well, drinks and snacks with a bright line. (laughs) (laughs) It's the stress-free way to travel through South Florida. Bright line stations in West Palm and Fort Lauderdale and Miami. But you knew that. You knew that. Now, the new station is open in Boca Raton. That's right. Boca has its station now, making getting through South Florida even easier. And yes, there's the Aventura station as well. Brightline, go brightline.com, the free Brightline app. Go down to the heat game, buzzer beater train. By the way, it is now 
the arena. That's legitimately right now the name of where the Heat play. The arena. Brightline drops you off two and a half blocks away. Miami Central Station, you walk to the arena. You watch the Heat beat up on their opponent. What up, Jimmy? What up, Tyler? What up, Bam? Starting to ball above 500. Big Victor one tonight. Oladipo. If you're going tonight, take that buzzer beater train with Brightline. Again, stations, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Boca Raton, Aventura. Big yellow train, big, fast, stress-free, kick your feet up, and don't have a care in the world. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. So how about that? A, uh, a, a judge has finally ended the legal proceedings, and FTX Arena is no longer. The disgraced crypto company has been removed as the title sponsor of uh, the Heat Arena. It is now, and this is not a joke, this is not a joke, until a new title sponsor is found, it is now the Arena. The Heat play at the Arena. That is the official name of what was formerly the American Airlines Arena. I'm curious. I, I still sometimes call it the AAA. I had a tough time adapting to FTX. I still call it the AAA at times. The arena, they couldn't have come up with something temporary that had a better ring to it than that. Like, that's not... What about the Bayfront Barn? Like, how good is that? What do you mean, you? I think that's that rules. Terrible. That rules ass. Old what are you McDonald's talking about? Had a barn. No, the barn. Like, the Chicago Stadium used to be the, the barn. Or the Madhouse on Madison. What about the Madhouse in Miami? Ooh, no, it needs to be something original. Stone, don't give it me that look. It needs to be something. Why? Why? It needs you... to be something with hot, like fire, like. Well, yeah. What comes to my head? I'm thinking the Miami sauna. That's stupid. I'm thinking the sauna. I thought. Th- I thought of the Inferno. <laughs> oh God, I, I, Jeanette. They, what we just said were awful, but I do think they're better than I the mean, Bayfront it's just Barn. Terrible. At least my stuff had alliteration. <laughs> the Bayfront Barn. You know the location. Um, uh, the 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 Madhouse in Miami or the Miami Madhouse. That rules. I don't care what you guys say. Jeanette's striking it down. Stone's giving me looks. Bleep off. I think that Miami Madhouse rules. Come on, you guys don't wait. have anything better. Come on down. Here, here come the Milwaukee Bucks to the Bayfront Barn tonight. That's wait, awesome. Make sure we. <laughs> How is that not awesome? No. Come. Inferno is so much better. Here come the Milwaukee Bucks to the Inferno. Come, like that's great. Come pack the barn tonight. Yes. That's like bring some donkeys say. with you. Come pack the barn. I can tell you guys grew up in Florida and don't have any idea what a good arena nickname is. So. I, so. Why would we try and use the barn when it has nothing to do with Florida? No, but, but the Inferno, there, there could be a fire anywhere. The Inferno doesn't work. You know, the, the FAU the Owls place. have the Borough, which I think is the Well, most. now it's the Ellie, the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. Yeah. It's the Ellie. Get it right. Oh, sorry. Well, then Yahoo Sports Oops. needs to update that. Yeah, Yahoo Sports doesn't know bleep. I, I always wonder, like, why it still says the Borough. I think the Borough is badass. So, like, where do Agreed. where does the heat get put off into? Like, do you want to go the volcano route? Do you want to go the cave? Come defend the or, cave. <laughs> like, the, or, we, we want to be really dark. It could be hell. Fire. Oh. Oh, that's not bad. Um, hold on. The Hades Hut? I was going to go with Hades. The Hades Hut, the baby. Hades the Hades Hut? The Hades okay, Hut. Okay, Hut, Hut is the terrible. Hades. I was going to say, Hades sounds badass, and then you add a hut to it, and it sounds not so badass. Come defend it's, the hut. <laughs> that's terrible. Like, um, Hades Hut, here's Hades drinking some little hot tea with a little umbrella. How about no, the Halls of Hades? Hmm. Mm. It's a little severe. 
<laughs> little, little I love scary. it though. That's the what you halls want. of Hades. The Bucks coming into the halls of Hades. And when they locked Trey Young up again, it's like he was locked, he in, was the locked hall. in the halls of Hades. Mm, That's right. Okay, see now we're cooking. All right, now like literally, <laughs> I mean, literally. Um, all right, we might be onto something. I like halls of Hades. What should the name of the Heat Arena be? It's the arena right now. Certainly, we can do better. Jeanette and Stone very disrespectfully uh, shot down uh, the Bayfront Barn, which I thought was a home run, okay? Um, uh, The Miami Madhouse, Jeanette, uh, once again, just crapped all over that. Um, The Hades Hut, right track, not quite there. Halls of Hades, now we're starting to get, we're getting warmer. Yeah, we say. are. We're, we're getting warmer. We're getting warmer. What should the name of the heat arena be? Because right now it's the arena. Is it? Is it E. Reed's heat house? Heat's house? Are we going Heat's house? That could work, right? <laughs> no. The Heat's house? Why are you disrespecting E. Reed? The he Heat's house. He came up with that. The Heat's house. He says it every broadcast. Okay. I mean, in that sense, it's cool. It's pretty biased, though, if that's what he calls it and he he wants it to be named that. He reads a friend of show. I feel like, no, that should be something Miami Heat fan insider. Like, don't let all the other NBA team fans try to say that. You say that because you're a Miami Heat It's just like a Heat fan nickname for the arena. Exactly. But Halls of Hades, that's something coast to coast we need to have Mm -hmm. start to be adopted. What if that was the official name of the arena until it was like, um, <laughs> J.P. Morgan Center. <laughs> it goes from Chase Bank. Yeah, yeah, Chase Bank Arena, formerly Holes of Hades. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> that's that's not bad. I think we're on. What should what should the actual temporary name of the Heat Arena be? Because the arena is super boring. Should it be the Halls of Hades? What else should it be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Yeah, Stone just sent me the uh, the tweet from College Game Day of Dion from the National Championship game, and he's also sporting the hoodie with the suit coat over it. I had no mm-hmm. idea. I guess I just haven't been paying attention. I legitimately love the look. I absolutely love the look. I mean... I'm actually. I think you would look great in it. I'm not gonna lie. No I, bias. I think I'm gonna. I gotta get some of my suits uh, altered. For sure. Can't can't be going too baggy, too big. No. no. Not like Chris no, Weber. No, 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 no. Chris Weber '93 draft. Not that. Yeah. But I really do like the uh, the look. You are going to like the 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 experience when you're not having to sit in traffic. When you're not having to sit in gridlock. When you're on a big yellow train and you're enjoying all the things that life has to offer, that's, well, drinks and snacks with a bright line. (laughs) (laughs) It's the stress-free way to travel through South Florida. Bright line stations in West Palm and Fort Lauderdale and Miami. But you knew that. You knew that. Now, the new station is open in Boca Raton. That's right. Boca has its station now, making getting through South Florida even easier. And yes, there's the Aventura station as well. Brightline, go brightline.com, the free Brightline app. Go down to the heat game, buzzer beater train. By the way, it is now the arena. 
That's legitimately right now the name of where the Heat play. The Arena. Brightline drops you off two and a half blocks away. Miami Central Station. You walk to the arena. You watch the Heat beat up on their opponent. What up, Jimmy? What up, Tyler? What up, Bam? Starting to ball above 500. Big Victor one tonight. Oladipo. If you're going tonight, take that buzzer beater train with Brightline. Again, stations. West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Boca Raton, Aventura. Big yellow train, big, fast, rest-free, kick your feet up. And don't have a care in the world. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. So how about that? A, uh, a a judge has finally ended the legal proceedings and FTX Arena is no longer. The disgraced crypto company has been removed <laughs> as the title sponsor of uh, the Heat Arena. It is now, and this is not a joke. This is not a joke. Until a new title sponsor is found, it is now the arena. The Heat play at the arena. That is the official name of what was formerly the American Airlines Arena. I'm curious. I I still sometimes call it the AAA. I had a tough time adapting to FTX. I still call it the AAA at times. The arena, they couldn't have come up with something temporary that had a better ring to it than that. Like, that's not... What about the Bayfront Barn? Like, how good is that? What do you mean, you? I think that's that rules... Terrible. That rules ass. Old what are you McDonald talking about? had a barn. No, the barn. Like, the Chicago Stadium used to be the, the barn. Or the Madhouse on Madison. What about the Madhouse in Miami? Ooh, no, it needs to be something original. Is it Stone, don't give it me that look. It needs to be something... Why, why it needs you? to be something with hot. Like, fire. Like well, Yeah, what comes to my head? I'm thinking the Miami sauna. That's stupid. I'm thinking the sauna? I thought... I thought of the Inferno. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, Jeanette, they, what we just said were awful, but I do think they're better than I the mean, Bayfront Barn. Terrible. At least my stuff had alliteration. <laughs> the Bayfront Barn, you know the location, um, uh, the, the, the Madhouse in Miami or the Miami Madhouse. That rules. I don't care what you guys say. Jeanette's striking it down. Stone's giving me looks. Bleep off. I think that Miami Madhouse rules. Come on, you guys don't like, have anything better. Come on down. Here, here come the Milwaukee Bucks to the Bayfront Barn tonight. That's Wait, awesome. Make sure we. <laughs> How is that not awesome? No. Come, Inferno is so much better. Here come the Milwaukee Bucks to the Inferno. Come, like that's great. Come pack the barn tonight. Yes. That's like Bring some donkeys say. with you. Come pack the barn. I can tell you guys grew up in Florida and don't have any idea what a good arena nickname is. So. I, so. Why would we try and use the barn when it has nothing to do with Florida? No, but, but the Inferno, there, there could be a fire anywhere. The Inferno doesn't work. You know, the, the FAU the Owls ways. have the Borough, which I think is the well, most. Well, now it's the Ellie, the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. Yeah. It's the Ellie. Get it right. Oh, sorry. Well, then Yahoo Sports Oops. needs to update that. Yeah, Yahoo Sports doesn't know bleep. I, I always wonder, like, why it still says the Borough. I think the Borough is badass. So, like, where do Agreed. where does the heat get put off into? Like, do you want to go the volcano route? Do you want to go the cave? Come defend the or, cave. <laughs> like, the or, cave. <laughs> we, we want to be really dark. It could be hell. Fire. Oh. Oh, mm. that's not bad. Um, hold on. The Hades Hut. I was gonna go with Hades. The Hades Hut, the baby. Hades the Hades Hut. The Hades okay, Hut. The Hut is the terrible. Hades. I, think uh, yeah. like a I was gonna hut. say Hades sounds badass, and then you add a hut to it, and it sounds not so badass. Come defend it's, the hut. <laughs> that's terrible. Like um, Hades Hut. Here's Hades drinking some little hot tea with a little umbrella. How like, about no, the halls totally of Hades? Hmm. Mm. A little severe. 
<laughs> little, little I love scary. it though. That's the what you halls want. of Hades. The Bucks coming into the halls of Hades. And when they locked Trey Young up again, it's like he was locked, he in, was the locked hall. in the halls of Hades. Mm, That's right. Okay, see, now we're cooking. All right. Now, like, literally. <laughs> I mean, literally. Um, all right. We might be onto something. I like halls of Hades. What should the name of the Heat Arena be? It's the arena right now. Certainly, we can do better. Jeanette and Stone very disrespectfully uh, shot down uh, the Bayfront Barn, which I thought was a home run, okay? Um, uh, The Miami Madhouse, Jeanette, uh, once again, just crapped all over that. Um, The Hades Hut, right track, not quite there. Halls of Hades, now we're starting to get, we're getting warmer. Yeah, we are. We're, we're getting warmer. We're getting warmer. What should the name of the heat arena be? Because right now it's the arena. Is it, is it E. Reed's heat house? Heat's house? Are we going heat's house? That could work, right? <laughs> no. The heat's house? Why are you disrespecting E. Reed? The he heat's house. He came up with that. The heat's house. He says it every broadcast. Okay. I mean, in that sense, it's cool. It's pretty biased, though, if that's what he calls it and he he wants it to be named that. He reads a friend of show. I feel like, no, that should be something Miami Heat fan insider. Like, don't let all the other NBA team fans try to say that. You say that because you're a Miami Heat. It's fan. just like a Heat fan nickname for the arena. I- exactly. But Halls of Hades, that's something coast to coast we need to have mm-hmm. start to be adopted. What if that was the official name of the arena until it was like um, <laughs> JP Morgan Center? <laughs> it goes from Chase Bank. Yeah, yeah. Chase Bank Arena, formerly Halls of Hades. <laughs> that's actually that's that's not bad. I think we're on. What should what should the actual temporary name of the Heat Arena be? Because the arena is super boring. Should it be the Halls of Hades? What else should it be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.